Get Cut this shit off. Okay. <laughs> Cut this shit off. Hey everybody, it's Lee and this is Let Us Say It For You and we are about to do our commencement shot. Bit Mike in his house, let's ride. Oh my gosh, how could I even speak before my bitch said hello? Let's ride. Oh. My hair is sticking to That's okay. I wanted to braid so bad. Week! Okay. I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. Cheers. No, we hit first. It's twice. It's it. I feel like my body can't yeah, take Yeah, I know. This. I didn't even fucking talk. I knew you was gonna talk. <laughs> I I knew I First of all, let's talk about sis. Oh my gosh. Sis is throwing it. You hear me? <laughs> she is throwing it. Why is she throwing it so hard? Why is she killing them like that? A tribe. Oh, look at that. Hey. All right, guys. Sorry. I'm going to Hawaii. That was a weird. Listen, I'm supposed to go with, with Bree and a friend. And you can join if you like, but we're going to Hawaii to see the clouds, bitch. And I think. You should come. You should bring Willie. We should make it a thing. We'll talk about it off air. Anyway, so, Micah, how have you been since I asked you a couple minutes ago? <laughs> how, how, how are you doing? Okay. Um. So, I'm good, you know. Um. We're not going to discuss what we discussed in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um. For those who are welcoming and joining us. Life is good, bro. Like, I can't, I can't complain. Um, I've talked to my grandparents. They're good. Um, my mom and my dad. Loki, they may be getting back together. <laughs> really? Yep. Are you I'm, okay, let's talk about that. Mm. So I feel like you know what? Mm. They gonna get back together. Why the fuck not? Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. You think so? Why you think so? Without telling me all your mom business. I just feel me. like So Mike had came you over sure to the you house. Yeah, I know you do. Take so Mike, Mike came Take over to the house, olive. and he was like, "Damn, Debbie, looking good." <laughs> no, he set up my table. So Mike came to my apartment. Oh, your house, your house. And he okay. set up, he set up my table, or whatever. Thanks, Mike. And Thanks, Mike. he was like, um, "Your mom looking Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, you know, your mom told me that you need a table." Blah 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 blah. I was like, "So I got you one." I was like, "Thanks." Dad? Oh, he bought you the table, too. He got me a table. And then he came over to assemble it. Now, he needed my mother to transport it because my mom has a van. Yeah. So, (laughs) my mom goes over to my dad's house to meet to get the table in the van. They both drive to my house. My dad comes in. My mom comes in. And they're kind of looking at each other. They give each other a hug, and then she leaves because she had, like, a meeting or something. Because she got to keep it gangster. She got to keep it player. And she did. She didn't want to be thirsty. So. That's so cute. My mom left. My dad's there. Assembling my table or whatever. So he leaves. So I go to my mom's house. She has a talent show in September for her birthday. Is that the dance thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I'm so excited. Can I be there? Yeah, definitely. Oh, we should go. We should go see her. I'm I... 
taught my mom a Michael Jackson routine for like four different songs. It's like a a compilation of Michael Jackson songs. Taught it to her, whatever. And then she was like, her phone rang. And then she was like, oh, he's calling me so much. And he just, she just kind of like put the phone to the side. She didn't say who. She said he. I said, who's he? Right? The fuck? She was like, oh, your dad. I was like, mm. <laughs> For those who do not know, my mother and father are divorced. Twice over. I was to say it's been two times. Twice over. So I'm like, what's going on? She's like, well, I said, y'all dating? Just like that. She was like, no. I said. Suspect has no Deborah. Okay. So then she was like, no, it's nothing like that. We've just been talking more. And, you know, he's just been talking to me about things he's been going through. My dad is going to therapy, which is a big deal. Because my dad was like, therapy is stupid. Although my mother's a therapist. We've never. Probably part of their divorce. We've never done family therapy. Never. Like, we've never gone to a therapist as a family. Um, And I know, I think, uh, contrary belief, people who think that one of the spouses that are therapists, the family goes to therapy regularly. We don't. We're just governed by a therapist. So we just know how to talk to people because the way she talks to us, right? So we've never done therapy. My dad was, like, against it. And he's going to therapy. So he's trying to, like, change his life and be a better person or whatever. So, wow, okay. So it seems as if they're talking way more. And when I said, are y'all dating, she said, not yet. Mm. She was like, I'm not living with him again, and I'm not getting married. I said, hey, sis, you can relax. I'm not, no pressure. Do what you want to do. My mom doesn't want to live with him again. She doesn't want to live a person again. Like, she's used to being alone. She just wants to keep it that way. I mean, even when she hit 96. I mean, who knows? But right now, the 62-year-old woman does not want to live with someone else. looks so crazy for 62. She looks great. Yeah, and crazy in a good way. Like, you Mm -hmm. see her mama literally putting my non-fit ass to shame. (laughs) It'd be like, huh? The fuck you going? And she she's Where are you she going? looks great. So yeah. that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. And I really hope that's the case. I, I said earlier, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they get married so I can go to the wedding. And now you're telling me she don't want to get married. I feel like maybe she will. She is a religious woman enough. And mind you, they've been married twice and they've been divorced twice. So maybe I think anything is keep... possible. Yeah. And if anything, it'll be a ceremony in my papa's house and you'll still be able to come. I'm about to say, I'm totally sliding because your papa's house ain't let me down last time. Girl, and I've been so meaning to go back. we'll just come and like they'll have their ceremony like they did for the second marriage. Um, but honestly, guys, what I want to say is like, you know, while we're talking about my parents, like they were together for 26 years. Right. That is a whole person. Right. <laughs> you know, that's Brie low key. And like right, not even because you still Amber. Yes, Amber. Boom. Guys, like. I think rearranging the way that your marriage looks after a certain time is very, very necessary. And I think if you don't redefine what it is to be married, you let so much time go by. Resentment builds. Um, the lack of communication becomes normal. Like, I think when those things become normalized, that's when shit fucks up. I don't think everybody's doomed. I don't think everybody's marriage is perfect. But I do think the way that people deal with what hap- what happens, like um, the resent the resentful feelings, like saying, you know what, six years ago when you told me you was going to support me, you didn't, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like 
that shit gotta come out. Yeah. And I feel like you are gonna live if we subscribe to marriage, we're subscribing to that person for the rest of our lives. Then we have to be prepared. That's the way it's set up. For yeah. different people with that one person. Different personalities, like different character traits. Like certain situations bring something out of somebody we never saw before. So we have to be open about what that looks like and what what we think, how we think we can interact with that. Because, yeah. like, people are not the same going in marriage as they are coming out. Like, they're just And not. I thought about that. I thought about that it's with a, a lot. conversation I just recently had with um, with Carl. Mm-hmm. Right. With Haitian Poppy, guys. So, and it was kind of like that. Like, when people are, it, hey, you stop touching that cord. Your hand is cold. I was trying to move it up. It's okay. You're okay. So, it was like, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, we were talking just about people. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say that then. It was, he was saying that, you know, I was talking about him and just not being able to find a good woman or a woman to settle down with. And then his thing was just like, you know, um, no, I told him, I was like, you're probably the problem. And he was just like, no, I was like, yeah, it's probably you. I said, because you have a good amount of exes that are married and happy now. (laughs) And so I was like, so you need to embrace the fact that it's probably you. And he was like, yeah, but they settled. And I was like, that doesn't mean they're not happy. And so he was like, how True. can you settle and be happy? I said, you can totally settle. Everybody settles. Yeah, I mean, you can totally settle and be happy. And I was like, so he was like, give an example. So we trailed off about something else, but literally about my house. I had all the bleach. It was two nights ago. This is when I had a whole thing with the, the rug and the bleach mm-hmm. and whatever. So then he was like, he's like, go back though. How can you settle and be happy? And so my thing was, um, like for me, example. Uh, I was with my daughter's father for a long time. I settled, if you will, because I want a guy that's like six foot. Mm-hmm. That's essentially settling. And you still, and you want the father of your child to be the father of your next child. Hey, and this is going to be yeah. settling with the next man. I'm yeah. With. Man ain't having no more kids. So, and yeah. these are examples of settling, mm-hmm. but I'll still be happy in right. these situations. So I said, so... And to be fair, in, in the way he was talking about settling for his exes, it's probably different, meaning they're not 100% happy, whatever. But hmm. he gave, he asked the question of how can you settle and be happy? And this is how I can settle and be happy. And then my thing to him was there's things that are non-negotiable, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully these women have these non-negotiables. Men, these, yeah, these men right. f- fulfill these non-negotiables, so it's not a problem. But it's like... Non-negotiable for me. You're not. You can't disrespect me. There's no disrespect. You have the utmost respect for me. Like I'm on the level of your mama. And assuming you love your mama to death, like you, there's there's never a case where my woman is gonna feel disrespected in any fucking way. I feel yeah. like if we got that down pack, it's a lot of shit that ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be no other bitches. Ain't gonna be no lies, whatever. Because the respect is there. That's non-negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. I'd be settling for a guy that's not six foot. Mind you guys, I'm five one. So a nigga six foot is tall. So I, a five seven guy is still taller than me. It'll work. But that's settling to me. So that was the thing there. And I guess mm-hmm. that, that'll be the question for you then. How do you see it? You said you agree. So I guess it's irrelevant. Settling, but I still want but, you to give a point. But I feel like settling. settling Carlin's thing was how do you settle? And like how is how are you happy when you settle? Everyone and settles. It depends. Everyone settles. I feel like he said that before too. Everyone settles. Agreed. Everyone settles yeah. to a certain degree because if you think about it, someone you meet is not going to be the complete one hundred percent person you need them to be, right? Pause. 
in the midst <clears> of these things, I want you to start throwing out things you think could be titles because I have a hard time finding titles. I'm okay, writing out everyone settles. I think that might be a good one. Everyone let's settles. see how it, let's like see how it progresses. Keep going. So everyone settles. Yeah. Settle, settle or not. Mm. Settling or not. Yeah. Um, to settle. <laughs> okay. Um, so I do think to a certain degree everyone settles. And I say that because... The genetic makeup of someone is like tall, brown, light skin, dark skin. I say that because you did. It was hard. Light skin, dark skin, straight teeth, crooked teeth, braces, no braces, mom there, mom not there, two-parent household. Everybody is having to settle to a certain degree. Do you know why? Because everyone doesn't become, everyone is not whole. Mm. Everyone is missing something. And they're missing something because... That's beautiful, Mike. You know, because we are. Like, I'm not whole. Like, I feel like I could be whole, but there's something about me that's not all together. So is the idea that your partner is supposed to complete that? Yes. So, and also, for you to accept that your person is not whole, but you can deal with their not wholeness, right? Wholeness. Oh, hey. (laughs) Shout out to Erica. Shout out to Erica. Um, But what you said, like, okay... Non-negotiables are non-negotiables. Those people will not be the people you're with. Right. My non-negotiables can be children. Right. My non-negotiables could be weight. felony. Oh, yeah. My non-negotiables can be weight. People that are non-fit, people don't want to work exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and even if it, even if you're heavy, but you don't have a desire to work out, I can't fuck That's with that. That's a problem, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we so can like, work on it. Exactly. Or you didn't go to college. Or exactly. you don't have an AA. Or you don't have some college. Like, you don't got to graduate. I need you to have some college experience. Like, or some be people, a billionaire and be an exactly. expert in your field. Some people are just perfectly okay with you going to college at least but not finishing. Some people are okay with that because you like got it. an exposure. So, if like you come to grips with your non-negotiables and your, I can, I can, I can live with that. You know what I'm saying? Things that come into people. Um, we all settle. We really do. Yeah. Um. So for the most part, the hard-hitting questions that need to be asked need to be asked early on. Yes. And the way that you distinguish a man and a boy is that you ask a man, hey, do you see yourself being married? And he doesn't, like, quiver in fear. I don't want to marry you. I'm asking you what you think about marriage. Yeah, and you get all nerve Exactly. That is a question. Grow up, girl. This date... That's happening here. Dork. Is a date that I'm trying to orchestrate in a way that I'm trying to get to know you. So if I ask you about children, I don't want your children. I'm not asking you to give me children. I'm asking you, how do you feel about having children? Do you like children? Is that something that you see in your future? If this nigga like... He ain't the nigga for you. Just whatever. So people settle. And that could have been a question he aced. Right. But it's something that he does when he talks to his mom that you hate. If he doesn't respect his mother or anybody. You know what? Everybody keeps giving so much clout to mothers. But like mothers deserve everything. But if he doesn't respect women. If he doesn't respect women. When he just talks in the world like waitresses. Patrons is the way people treat waitresses. That'll tell you a lot about a person. Waitresses, people who serve people. Um, you, you better breathe, Teddy. Teddy, Teddy um, people at hotels, like the, the, the what is there, the concierge. Yeah. Like, watch the way they treat people. 
Because that'll show you the type of person that that person is. I heard, watch it, God's relationship with his mom. If it, All yeah, of that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, watch that. So, like, I do feel we do settle because no one's whole. But, like, you got to pay attention to your non-negotiables. But but that's what I, so what I told him was, he's, I forgot what he said to me exactly. But I was like, this goes into what I say all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been saying this for years now. I'm ready to claim it. Um, that women settle too much. And then men always think there's something better out there. So we mm-hmm. need to share habits. Mm-hmm. Women need to start believing that, you know what, this Motherfucker is not the mm-hmm. end all be all since we could probably do better. <laughs> and men need to humble themselves a little bit more to accept. I have a woman literally doing everything for us. And I said, for all the examples I see, for everything I know and all these type of things, for, for my experiences, the things I've seen around me, that is 99.9% the case. It's like a condom. Like it's that much accurate that women are so quick to settle. We're easier to overlook the fucked up things you've done. While as if I shit, there's some guys that don't want to ever know. T.I. Can I tell you? Uh, Did you see French it? Mo- no, I saw French Montana. French Montana was like, his women cannot shit. And it was like, what do they do? I don't know. Whenever she shit, she got to literally probably wake up at four o'clock in the morning and take a shit. So you know what? She I- cannot shit around him. T.I.? How crazy is that? Tiny like, has a new show right now because of the quarantine or whatever. Oh, that's nice. I want to watch it's, it. I like it's, it's Tiny and Shekinah. I love Shekinah. And that's why it was like, we need to have a team. Now they have a show. Go look at it. It's on I YouTube. I must. I love Shekinah. T.I. was a guest. And Shekinah was like, she have a fight in front of you? He was like, absolutely not. And she was like, no, I don't do that. I go to another room or... You know, I will very docile. I get very. Did contr- you see that red table? Very controlling you vibes. Yes, okay, I did. I get very controlling vibes. I do feel like she he's such a misogynist and like such a misogynistic I, ass man. I, yes. I literally I cringe and like I lose breath watching him talk with Tiny. Yeah. And it's such a belittling experience. Like it makes me angry. Yeah. It, it really does. And so when I saw this new her show and Shekinah be talking back and forth or whatever, and she randomly asked questions, you fired in front of him? He said, absolutely not before she even responded. <laughs> absolutely not. That's not how husbands are supposed to be. And, I feel like if this is a husband setup, listen, then I, I, I'm never going to be mad. And he said, no, a misogynist. Don't He's say husband. such a misogynist. Misogynist men, you cannot. She said, no, I don't do stuff like that. You know, I just go to the other room. All right, devil's advocate. How long have they been together? No, Tia and Tanya have been together for a bazillion Too years. long. But She's French, never. But listen, shit. but French Montana, French Montana, before he became fully famous, I think the mother of one of his kids or a couple, whatever, he was with her for jackass years too. And this woman never took shit. Like, to his knowledge, as far as he knows, he's never come in the bathroom and it smells like shit. He's never smelled a fart. Nothing. Right? And it, brief intermission. Something that my mom said to me one time. It was me and my daughter's dad. And he called me one day. I don't know what me and Manny ate the night before. Mind you, he's lactose intolerant. So he had many shitty days. But I not so much. And whatever we both ate the night before, it was running through us. Right? <laughs> I was in the car with my mom, 
And I was just like, he was like, he told me he like blew up the bathroom next door. I was like, damn, baby, okay? He was like, yeah, I was like, I did okay. I didn't poop at work, but like, oh my gosh, as soon as I got home, I almost like lost my life. And you know, <laughs> I, I'm so uncomfortable. I have a thing with other bathrooms, like I just can't, but whatever. So I was like, you know, but as soon as I got home, he was like, are you? So I think he was on speaker. It was just a lot. My mom heard the conversation and we were talking about taking shits. And we both never. were shitting. And no, my mom was just like, you got to marry him. And I was like, Really, mom? Why? Because I was in love at the time, and she was like, "Because for you guys to sit there and talk about taking shits with each other, or whatever, like that's that's another Unheard level of, of love yeah. I don't even know about." And then that always stuck with me. And mind you, Mia was like two. I got a seven year old. She's about to be eight now. So this is a long time ago, and that always stuck with me as like just little notch, little gems you pick up. Hearing from people. So to hear French Montana say this, I heard this like two years ago maybe. I was like, damn, so you want a bitch to be, you you right now are Micah. Everyone watching us on YouTube, this is just, take her earrings off, that's her. That's how her hair grows out her fucking head. That is how her face looks on her face. With me, it's a lot more to take off of me. You got to take out these with this weave. You got to take out these earrings, my glasses, and my eyebrows. I did my eyebrows. But there's no makeup. This is just us. Mike, and I'm trying to speak for my friend. We need a man to be fully comfortable with what Whatever we look we like this way. On. Seeing us doll the fuck up is like a perk. Like, damn, baby, you look really good today. It's fun. But I need to look really fucking good on a All regular day for you. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when it comes to not being able to shit and fart... <laughs> it's a natural human thing yeah. it's like this belching qualifying that and then that was yeah. African for you what if because French Montana I'm gonna find an interview and show it to you whenever we get out of here mm. but it's kind of like a thing where like how French made it he found a way to make it not sound bad like on some women are like magical unicorn beings that don't like, want to think that they shit yes i can't picture my woman taking a Girl shit because she's so beautiful i she have an asshole hole and a yes i didn't ate these fucking um th this fucking uh chick uh chick chick chipotle with you this is coming out but he found a way to sugar it up enough and so he gave mad compliments to the woman but he he couldn't shake the degrading demeaning part of like nah she can't shit around. nah man. a lot of men and don't none, think of my, women none of my probably... girls can shit around me it's like what do you mean she can't shit around you what do you fuck you mean do you, do you know the elderly woman used to tell the woman that was giving birth let's go let's go to 1940s mm. don't let him see you give birth mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. will never look at you the same Your that still happens now but as i'm saying yeah it stems from a part where you no longer become a sexual vessel, right? You are no longer a being of sexuality. You are a so vessel sad, of a human being. I know, but you're That's a so but you're a vessel of a human being, and I see you more than that. I cannot sexual. I I literally cannot objectify you. And I think men that can objectify women have a hard place putting them. Oh shit. Can't sexualize her. Oh God, it's titties. But my baby drinks from that. Oh, her vagina. She came from that. Like I literally do feel like men have a hard time carp compartmentalizing. Very good. That's a great word. Yes. They have a hard time doing that. And it's like, 
you have one thing that is so many other things, right? Like a woman is so multifaceted. Like we're just so many things at once. We're magical. And so when we give birth, you, if you if you're if you're if you're present, you see the birth canal. You see the child coming out of my body. Yes. I'm no longer sexy to you. And that's what grandmothers were fretting. Don't let him see you like that. Men are not allowed in the in, in, in the delivery room. I don't care what he says. He will never see you the same. That's from her experience. And it, and it's it's very, and very it's sad. Yes, and because and, and yeah. for her to say that and, and I don't know who that woman was, but I've even my heard that. Said that. Yes, yeah. I've heard that myself. Mm-hmm. In my delivery room, it was my daughter's father and it was my mother. I needed the two of them while you were while you were speeding down. Right. What's the street? Nine to five. Shit, I, I the, ten. Not I ten by ten. I ten by ten. While you were speeding out of ten to get to me, I called her while my water broke. She was coming there. It was Manny and it was it was my mom. Mm-hmm. And we're all friends here. I'm gonna we're share. All friends, I had a vaginal delivery. Um, I got an epidural when I was seven centimeters because I was gonna ride out. And I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I was holding it down at seven, but all I thought about was this shit got a couple more notches till it amps up all the way, and I'm about to push a whole head and shoulders out my pussy. I was like, all right, bring the epidural because my doctor came in. My actual doctor that's watched me the whole time. She was just like, you're not gonna win an award for having this baby. She was, she mind you, she had twins. Right, she's over the. She shit. was over it, and she was so aggressive. She's the same one who gave my birth control. She's, a, I go to her now for my pap smears and vaginal check my pussy, make sure it's okay, right? So she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm breathing. She was like, you're not going to win an award for this. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? And I was like, doctor, oh, doc, calm down. And she was like, you're not going to win. Or Dr. Santos, I believe is her name. I have to check it because I call her Dr. S. I think it's Santos. Mm-hmm. But she was It could be like, Santos or Sanchez. It one of them, but it's S. And so um, she went off on me, whatever, and I got the whole thing. They were in there. During my delivery, they made a point to tell me, when you feel pressure down there, call us. Because that means Jit is there. So I'm like, once epidural kicked in, I was like, bitch, all right, y'all can come back in. Mind you, while Micah was not there, there was like 12 people in the room regularly. Manny, my mama. Manny, my mama, his mama. Manny daddy didn't get off until 3 o'clock. And he was like, Leah, don't have a baby till 3 o'clock. I said, sir, I can't control this. What are you talking about? So anyway, he was like, hold it. Um, my cousin Jermaine. Liana was like fucking three, but she was there. Um, Paige was there. Yasmin was one of the first ones there. I caught Yasmin first. Tarsha was there. Kiara was there. Um, I feel like I'm missing like three people, but I had a squad Daphne? there. Who? Daphne. No. I can't remember. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. But she probably was. So, it was just people that people that I interacted with the most were Manny's mom, my mom, and Manny. And Kiara stood out to me because we weren't close at the time she anymore. Up after the she baby showed up after born. the baby, yes. So, and she brought me balloons and stuff. And was I was like, wow, you know a bitch is nice to see you. So, anyway, in the middle of the pressure, Micah, I was like, oh, I feel pressure. It's happening. And so, every time I felt something, she was like, tell me. And then she, I was like, nice. And she would make everybody get out. And she would let my mom and Manny stay. So I was like, Manny, you need to go. He's like, I'm not leaving. And I was like, all right, well, 
I'm about to share. I feel like it's happening. I can't stop it. Mind you, I had a catheter in there. So that was uncomfortable. And you feel that. And I was on the epidural when I got that. I don't know if the, I don't know if you don't feel it on the epidural, but bitch, I felt it because I didn't have one yet. They push a tube up your little vagina pee hole. Not fun. Yes, yes. What you, Micah just said that uncomfortable Ooh. sit up. It's like that. And I mean, I don't know how big I visualize that hole being, but they urethra push, is very they small. push the tube up there. And I was just like, this is wild. And I, it, I felt the uncomfortableness, but I, I would give it pap smear level uncomfortableness. Hmm. Maybe slightly okay. more because you're not this, used to it there. Weird so think of your first pap. It was like that. Because mm-hmm. now you know what to prepare no, for. Yeah, I for get a it, I get it. So think about it like that. And it's I was not like, oh, unbearable. It's just yeah, like, what the but fuck? It's and yeah. then who knows? I could have been having a, a contraction at the time. That's the best time to do it. Um, that's when I did my epidural. They made me wait till I was feeling a contraction because they're putting a fucking needle in my that's spine. Pain. So whatever. So anyway, I pooped on myself, guys. That's the summary of the story. I shit on myself and didn't smell pleasant and i did ask man to leave before and he didn't leave and i was like all right well fuck it and he was like man i'm not leaving that's my daughter i was like all right nigga well this is what it is Aww. so he like well he's like look god damn so he covered his <laughs> but mind you this is the same guy that i was with this was i think when we had that shit conversation it was after mia but that's the one thing that i felt like that, like that level of comfortableness i i'm i refuse to not have that with my next nigga like women shit Right, humans, shit. But but that's the thing. Apparently, we're not. We're unicorns. That's what I'm saying. So so I want yeah. everybody listening to this. I'm a human, just like you, just like you, Papa. I eat, and I it has to dispose of itself. It has to. So please help me. And he was, and 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 in reference to what the the grandma was saying at the time, Manny was there through everything. The, I felt the pressure, but the doctor wasn't. I feel like I've never done the lighter thing with this hand. This is so weird. I'm lighting an incense, you guys. So, Manny was there through everything, and my legs were up on the thing because they knew it was coming closer. They could see it. And they were just like, um, Manny saw, like, hair. Manny was like, I see her hair. Like, Manny's, like, up in my pussy like this. Get her out. He was like, I see her hair. I see, like, her head. And she was like, is it crowning? He was like, yes. That's what the fuck that means. And it was crazy. He saw the whole experience. And it, in in that situation, thankfully, and I guess women, I guess this is the goal, find a guy or at least have your children with a guy that is respectful enough to say this. Manny told me after I pushed the baby out, I, I pushed her to an extent, and then my doctor let me pull her out. So I always mm-hmm. say that. I pulled my baby out of my vagina. It was a big thing for me. He's like, you want to pull her out? Fuck yeah. Pulled her out, put her on my chest. He's like, rubber back. I did all the shit. Mia didn't cry. She just looked at me like, who the fuck are you? And it was great. And after all came out, Manny went over there. I made him count her fingers and her toes. That's a thing. And then he came to me and he gave me a kiss and he told me, I'm so proud of you. That's the most amazing shit I ever seen in my life. Like he literally said, he was just like, that shit was that's wild, so bro. Beautiful. You pushed a baby out your pussy, bro. That's crazy. That's serious. And to me, I, I, I hope all women get a guy that appreciates you bringing life to their child and sees you that type of way, right? And be honest, after you have a kid, you can't fuck for six weeks, right? I don't know if it's changed, but last it's I checked, it was still it's six. Still six. So you can't fuck for six weeks, and everything is kind of weird after you have kids. Your vagina feels weird. Like, they wouldn't let me leave the hospital until, like, I pooped. It was really crazy. I was like, I feel like everything that was in there is gone at this point. I, you pushed a whole human out of my vagina. But he gave me, at least in that regard, I wasn't ill, gross. I wasn't unattractive. Mm-hmm. 
I'm so proud of you. I cannot believe you did this. This most amazing shit. Tarsha took a picture of us right after Mia came. Or I think while Mia, no, while Mia was still in there, contraction was kicking. He took a picture and Manny has it. Uh, he had posted it on his Facebook or something like that. And he was just like, I'm so proud of you. You're one of the strongest women I ever met. Like, that's amazing that you did that. And it was like, this is how you need niggas to look at you after you give birth to their fucking child. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not something to be discarded. And I feel like men who still feel that way, I give you all the misogynistic, all the controlling. Give me some more words, Mike. Give me some synonyms. That was basically it. Hey, misogynistic covers all of it. Misogynistic, it. Yeah. controlling. You get all those titles by looking at a woman for that. We've always done this. The only fucking way you got the here. The way you got here. Is by us doing that. Mm-hmm. And so for you to see us as less desirable, as less attractive, because we are vaginas but have also, to give life. But also, because society keeps pegging us as women who is supposed to be a certain way they're not glorifying childbirth mm. society does not glorify that they do not say how heavenly it is that's true to bring life into the there's world a, there's a class of people they that don't do, do but you're that. right the majority definitely doesn't they don't they glorify pregnancy they yeah. glorify what it, what it's like to carry i think the ones but who glorify not the birth giving fucking is birth. The, the ones who glorify the breastfeeding and the ones who glorify the holistic the pro- women yes the holistic so women. at the end of the day good, society yeah. as a whole as a majority america yeah they don't i don't give a fuck what happens after you're pregnant i just love that you're pregnant because you're glowing you're giving life you're bringing life the moment i bring life i'm disgusting how can something like that come out of something like you like it just turns to a very dark conversation yeah and i feel like that conversation needs to be had about childbirth i used to watch the baby story on tlc when i was in middle all school. the time from middle school to now like i watch yes i used TLC? to watch TLC. that show must be gone i have not seen that in a long time i don't have, i don't see tlc I watch TLC is where my 600 pound life and hoarders still come on. And oh, Dr. Pippa Popper. So well, maybe, I watch it so, and it doesn't come on So there my anymore. baby story it used to come on like two o'clock. Yeah, it has to around be. That it time. has to be canceled because I watch that channel still. But like literally y'all like I used to come home and watch. It's child- amazing. I used to watch childbirth. I used like. To, oh my God. Mm. I used to watch it too. And that's why I want to have water birth. Oh, no. All of the water births that I saw. I want to be there for yours if, if I don't no, irritate please. you. Because it's irritating. Like, Honestly, no, you don't no, no, no. You. You're not in my pool. You're out of my pool. Okay. It's me and my man in my pool. Yeah, I don't want to be in your pool. And everybody around me. It's people who love it's, me. It's just, what do you need? Because it's so yeah. annoying. Manny was there, and this man was, he was holding my hand or something. It was just so weird. Before I got the epidural. You don't want to be and touched. He, but uh, the hand didn't bother me, but he was singing. So my thing, <sighs> Manny. He was singing. So, was so listen. So my thing Shut is. Shut up. Um, even when I'm done working out. I don't want to be touched, right? <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't. Don't give me a high five. Don't smack me on it. I don't. Don't touch me, because <laughs> my body is trying to regulate its breathing levels, and I'm hot. Don't touch me. So <laughs> when Willie be like, "Baby, how you feeling?" I don't want to be talked to, nigga. But like, that's that's, that's, a, that's a crazy thing. I'm working out. I do not have a child. I'm not pregnant. Nothing. When we're working out, he said, how you feel? I don't want to answer. I'm aggravated. I don't know why. That's and I told him. You might, do you like working out with people or do you like working out by yourself? I, I love both, but I don't like interaction. Yeah, so I it's a like difference. That. That's probably It's it. a difference. Because you sound like me right now. I'm like, what is it? Because Micah works out with her nigga. Oh, so yeah, no. And I don't. I don't Because the, the team thing is fine. But and it's, it's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk. Maybe it's a Pisces thing. Yeah, like, don't talk to me. 
My thing is, I just did 50 whatever the fuck. Blurpees. Do, you know them shits ain't fun. Do not ask me how I feel. I'm still processing that. How I feel. I don't like it. I'm still breathing deeply. I'm sweating profusely. Stop talking to me. Like, literally, this is how I feel. So, I feel like when I'm giving birth, and this is nowhere near the intensity level that I'm going to feel. But still. Don't talk to me. Just stand there. Yeah. And when I want to talk to you, I will say something to you. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to be like, honestly, Leah. I think that's the best Leah, bet. It's hold like, okay. my hand. Yeah. No, literally. And when I ask you to do something, just do it. I think, like, that's it. I think the best bet for you, and as someone who's given birth, and mm. you're going to full-blown do this shit in a different situation. It's like, you know what? Here's the goal. We're going to, as soon as your water break, hey, guys, here's the plan. We are not going to ask her anything. We're not going to ask her shit. If the only person that can ask her anything is Willie. That's his problem. Yep. Let him keep fucking with this bitch if he want to. Yes. We are not going to ask her shit. Well, if we're in here, we're going to sit down. We're going to, like, play solitary until this bitch say, Leah, I need ice. Okay. And that's it. But it, no matter how aggressive you get, like I, I feel like this is where I understand mothers that are just—it's like childbirth is so irritable, crazy. It's a lot. Yes, it's a lot. Especially if you're about to do this shit like full blown natural in and, water. And I missed it. We're not I, gonna fuck with you. And I missed yours. I was on the road to your birth. You tried, bitch. You tried. You tried. And I had you no, got there. I had no money. Like y'all, so I had you and Deb. You and I Deb came in. No, none of my parents. Just but she can't. Y'all can't walk into the room at the same time. I saw you and your mom. Listen, I had no money. Nobody was answering Shout the phone. No one had no. I did not have a job at the time. I was just in school, and nobody at home was answering the phone. I was like. I have to be there. Like, I'm about to cry right now. Like, it's crazy. I'm like, bro, this whole time, my best friend is pregnant. I can't be there because I'm in school. And I wasn't due for another three weeks. And she early. literally called me curling her hair. And she was like, oh, shit. I said, what? My water broke, bitch. I'm going to finish. I was like, well, you got to finish what? Like, I'm freaking out. And Leah is so calm. And she's on the toilet and water is just drenching out. I was out. on the toilet. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> Leah. Where's your mom? Shit, I don't know. Find no, her. she went to the. But, she went to drop Leah. But after off. the fact, I she, when she was like, I, I don't was know. Very calm, yes. She said, Shout I don't out know. to Yasmin. I had called Yasmin she first. Said, she said, I don't she know. She told me it might have been a contraction. And I was just like, Well, where's your mom? She was like, Well, she went to drop Liana. I said, Did you text? Did you talk to her? She was like, Yeah, I talked to her. She's on her way back home. Yeah, my but mom I was have, like, I'm coming back. What do you mean? I, I was like, have oh, to finish curling my hair. I was like. You're going to be a bad bitch delivering. I don't remember that. Literally. Like, Leah, you was finishing curling your hair. and But you was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. I because was in the toilet when my water broke. And the, I, it was hard to get look, up. But every time I stood up, more water came out. I was like, oh. So, <laughs> before, so before Leah sat down, she was curling her that, hair. That might be the case. And she, I don't I remember, have to but pee. I believe you. I got to pee. Hold yes. on. So it's, We're still talking, mind you. She's curling her initially. And she's like, I got to pee. So now, oh, shit, Micah. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> She said, I think my water broke. I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out. So She's funny. so calm. She's like, hey, you know, this is called my mom. She probably on her way back. Like, just so calm. I'm like, yo. I remember being I calm. Like, gotta, I don't remember, you I, I don't remember so this. I remember calm. the whole, I remember peeing. Because the, the, why, yes. That's when it happened. The, bell. the yes, water broke over the toilet. was hurting earlier. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man. And I had called Yasmin. I was like. I think I told my stomach hurts, like, you know, they could be contractions. I was like, 
bitch, I'm 37 weeks. I ain't due for another whatever. Like, I'm fine, whatever. Because Mia's original due date was her dad's birthday. And then it was a couple days before her dad's birthday. And so Mia was supposed to be a Virgo. She's a Leo. So I was like, you know, I kept telling her. I was like, yeah, my summer was like, it could be contractions. I was like, nah, bitch, I'm straight. It ain't nothing like that. And so I remember... I kept feeling like I had to poop because I was like, I ate hot Cheetos the night before. Mm-hmm. And mind you, at this point, I'm making Manny have sex with me. I'm like, we need sex because we're 37 weeks. The baby can come. The doctor said, well, the way to help is sex. Mind you, we had sex the night before. Mm-hmm. And it worked. because <laughs> My water broke the next day. And I remember just going to pee again. And I probably was because I remember having to call people. I just remember making my rounds. But that whole thing is blurry. I just remember Bruh. making my rounds. Hey, my water broke. I literally was talking to you. I said, please call your mom. I did. And I was like, mom, you know, my water broke. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Because I couldn't get off the toilet. I remember that. Every time I got up, I fed up more, uh, what's the placenta water came out. Mm -hmm. And so I sat back down. I was like, this is tricky. So I kept laughing because it was fine. I was like, this is it. I'm about to have this fucking baby. But Mm -hmm. I was so, gosh, there was a level of happiness there. I need you guys to understand how baby crazy I am. And the good news is that I, I know you're going to feel the exact same way. And if anything, Hopefully. I feel like you're going to feel the same way. And if anything, it may even be better because it's like I, none of my pressures of being 22 or, you know, because I was supposed to work that day. I was working from home. The same, I'm still with the same company, mind you guys. And I was supposed to work from home that day. They start letting me stay home because I was big as fuck. I wasn't big as fuck because I'm short. I look big as fuck. And... I was supposed to start working, but none of the the stresses of not making that much money or anything was really bothering me. It was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm finally about to, you know, see my baby. I can't wait to see what she looks like. I hope she looks like me. Epic fail. She looks just like a daddy. Mm -hmm. And so I think I hope you feel that feeling because there's such it's such right now. I'm getting nostalgia thinking about it. It's such a nice feeling finally seeing the little person that's been beating your ass for the past nine months or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and looking at, the, especially if you like kids, you made this whole person and you just see the little possibilities that you've created, all the, the, the goals that they're about to have, all the things that are about to take place. And that's all I remember having. I remember just being really excited. I was ready. I already had my bag packed. I had just bought the car seat and the stroller the night before. And I remember complaining to Manny. I was like, we got to buy the car seat. And he was just like, "Um, we don't need it yet. You're not due for another couple weeks. And I was like, we just got to get it. Like, we couldn't have too close. And I literally said to him, like, you know, at 37 weeks, you're full term. So whatever. And I was supposed to go to the doctor on Wednesday. It was a Tuesday that I had Mia. I was supposed to go on Wednesday to check how big she was because Mia looked, how big I looked, I looked like Mia was like eight pounds. Mm -hmm. And my doctor was like, Honestly, this baby looks big as shit. Like, we need to do a scan to make sure. Come back on Wednesday. This is a Friday. Come back on Wednesday. My water broke on Tuesday. So, it was like, oh, well, however big she is. But mind you, me, it was five five pounds, seven ounces. But I'm very small. small. And so it looked really big. So, all the way back, it was just like, I just remember the really happy feeling I had around it. And I, I can't wait for one of my friends to experience that because it's just so crazy. Looking at your kid for the first time, this is like this makes me want to cry. Like mm-hmm. he let me go ahead and I, I want us all to try to get this with our doctors. Get a doctor that'll let you pull your baby out. Like after you get the head out or like some of the shoulders, it's like, all right, well, it's out. 
Just do the rest. Do the last step. And you can comfortably say you pulled your baby out your pussy. Like, I tell me, I pulled you out. She was like, mommy, oh, my gosh. And it's a thing for us now. She just has to understand that once she realized babies came out of vaginas, it was a thing. But I can't wait for that moment for you guys to, to see your little man or your little girl because it's such a, it's such a wonderful feeling. And the thing about childbirth that I, I'm definitely with Micah with that is that it's not praised as much as it needs to be praised. Be. You do not understand how many women still today die from childbirth. And you would think. This shit is so routine. Babies are born every day, be like thousands of babies are born every day. It's always somebody's birthday. Women are still dying. And then the bigger thing is that black women are dying at a more alarming rate in the U.S. I don't know if it's everywhere. But in the U.S., black women are dying at an alarming rate from childbirth because they're not respecting us saying something hurts. They're not respecting us saying something doesn't feel right. I feel tired. Call somebody. I... Am in pain. They're not respecting any of. They're this. not respecting our They're pain. They're just kind of saying, "Okay, you're fine. That's just what happens." And then next thing you know, we die from childbirth. And you wouldn't expect the number of child of women in childbirth type of deaths to be as high as it is right now in 2020. But the shit is ridiculous. So I think you know a woman that's about to give birth. Every woman that has given birth. For every woman that will eventually give birth, every I praise you. I salute you so much. So I want much. every man, and you know black men, I done gave y'all some shit because I feel like you do not respect us enough. But your mama could have died giving birth to you, my nigga. So give your mama every a woman Shout out to your granny, that's your going sisters, through your cousins, everybody. It is so difficult. It, yeah. it can be so hard to do that. And the fact that we survived that shit is... It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Seriously. Period. Because... Women could die giving childbirth. That is a miracle. She gave birth to a healthy baby and she's healthy. It's a miracle. Women giving birth to children is a miracle. Miracle. Period. Period. So next topic. One of our very favorite shows is back. Insecure. Did you watch it? Yay! Yay! So, I have a few questions for this. Please. Not even necessarily starting with this season because it depends. Now, if you guys have not seen Insecure, bad. there's going to be spoilers. So, I don't want to hear all your bitching and crabbing because we about to talk about it. So, figure it the fuck out. Hmm. But, Insecure is a show that we watch. So, for one, did, did it skip... It didn't skip all year last year. Didn't it skip it? Like, it came out late. Did it come out last year? Yeah. I know it was pushed back or something. I remember seeing a post, like, Insecure was pushed back, and we were all upset. But remember, when we watched it, it was at the beginning of the the, the beginning of the year. 2019? Yeah. All right. So we did see 2019, and we didn't see enough of it until now, you know? All right, all right fine. So, Insecure, if you have not watched it, I... Sorry, guys. I would advise you to definitely. Oh, no, I didn't break it. I thought I broke it. I would advise you guys to definitely take a look. See, it's a really, 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 really great show. Yeah. And um, I, Micah got me watching it a while back. Micah was like, you got to watch the show. You really love it. And she kept saying, like, she's like us. And Micah kept referencing, like, her rapping in a mirror or whatever. <laughs> and no, we don't rap. It mirrors, but we sing a lot. We talk to ourselves a lot. And so Michael made a point to say that. Shout out to Issa Rae. She is definitely a role model inspiration. Issa. Yes, this started on YouTube, I think, from my understanding. It was the 
there was a misadventures of the awkward black girl. Right. And sis is now HBO and an everybody movie, and she's curating oh her own films and stuff like that. And she's definitely a role model, I would say. So, Insecure. For people who have seen Insecure, this is your part of the episode. Everybody else, skip forward like 10 minutes. So, Insecure is back. We're excited. Um, Lawrence is still lingering around. Something that we never talked about, I think, on air. We're talking about it now. Who, who was wrong? You already know, babe. Issa or Lawrence. You already know. Do, tell the people. Issa, what do you think? Issa cheated. Issa cheated. So I feel like <clears throat> regardless of what's happened in your relationship, when you decide to do deceptive things mm-hmm. outside of your relationship, that's when you become the more it's wrong. Right? So, like, you are reacting from someone's action, which I can't count you for because you're reacting that wasn't your initial response. Lawrence wasn't shit. He decided to work on his entrepreneurial you on YouTube, whatever you the, the fuck. Mike, Lawrence wasn't shit. The way Mike is sat back in. I hope. She wants you to see him. Issa, show the shit. You seen the shit? Issa, I'm he just, wasn't shit, East. He wasn't. And if he was, he would have tried harder to get a job to at least help you sustain the lifestyle that you guys build for each other. Um, so I do believe that Issa fucked up by cheating when he started getting his shit together. God damn, Issa. But did he all the way start to get shit together? He, he started did. Cheating? He did. Was it, no. like, was it simultaneously or was like his shit been together for a Simul- week? Nope. And then she started fucking with Daniel because I don't think that's how, I don't remember it going that and, way. And, but and you shouldn't. And, and you're, you're, you stand corrected because you're right. Okay. <laughs> He just all of a sudden manned up, but it was too late. She already lost respect for him. And she saw the next nigga who was doing what he wanted to do and what he thought was passionate and what he thought was going to work for him. And that's what drove her to the next nigga. Issa, you still ain't shit. Issa was still not shit in the first season. That's fucked up. You do not kick a nigga when he's down. All right. Then let's take it back to before Issa cheated. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then, then, right before she fucked Daniel. Okay. Who was wrong in that situation? Because I hear from a a lot of guys. My ex at the time, he was definitely team Lawrence. And it was like, because you just as sorry as Lawrence. Because you pitiful. Yeah, you just as pitiful as Lawrence. And that's why you agree. No. But it's like, that's because her birthday came up. Lawrence didn't have much to show for it. Oh, wasn't that? And and our favorite holiday is, is what? Our birthdays. This is me and my Lisa. I am shaking. It was bad. You mean to tell me. Nigga. You got so much time to be at the crib and Nigga. be on the couch. Nigga. You couldn't get a car for me. Make me a car with your You birthday. couldn't make a cake or bake, bake a, cake a cake with your or send me a cake. You couldn't even give me a gift card. Like literally like my day was null and void. Her day was null and void. Like you know it just did not even happen. She came home thinking something great was gonna happen, and your nigga says, "Hey, let's watch what we always watch, bitch." I literally would have. I I lost my shit. I feel like Issa is a saint. <laughs> and I and I think here's, here's I, put, oh, I put myself God. in a situation, and it's like okay, if this is a guy that I'm fully, fully, fully happy with in all ways. So into. Right, 
And I came home and he had like balloons blown up on the floor. He had like my favorite meal. He had he bought curry goat rice and peas. And it was like, let's do what we normally did. And I'm always happy with this nigga. He's going through a hard time. I would have been ecstatic. If this is a nigga that I'm so over his shit at this point, I low-key don't even want to be with him. Because women do. This is a fact, guys. Message. We do break up with you mentally before we break up with you in your face. Hmm. So we've already been leaving you, right? So if it was a nigga that I already left in my mind two weeks ago and he did this shit, it wouldn't carry the same weight, right? If he still had my curry going to rice and peas and he still had the balloons, it would have been cute. But I'm already over you. It would have just irritated me because I'm still irritated with you. No. So, so how do you feel Issa's? Where do you think I, Issa was but in I, the woman thing? But I honestly think the expectation of how you feel about someone never goes away. Okay. I expect you to know me. I expect you to understand that this is the way that I love. I, I like to be loved. Yes, my love right? language. Love language. I expect this from you. So regardless of what you've been feeding me, I should expect you to go over me on. Because my, that's my expectation. So remember, some expectations are unrealistic. Right. It's not catered to the person that you're with. It's catered to your expectation level. So how dare you just totally sweep beneath my expectation? And although you may not be able to read what my expectation is of you, they already got it for three years. No, excuse me. Five. 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 Like I said, excuse me. I was with you for five years. You should know if my birthday means a lot to me or not. That's a thing. After five. That's a thing. Yeah. Everybody gets a birthday for five years. Everybody. You get one, I get one. You get one, I get one. <laughs> for five years. We all get a turn for our birthday. Like, what? We all get one. You get one, I get one. <laughs> and if we can improve dumb, on the up. next year. You're dumb girls. Shut up. It's messed up. And so, like, I, I truly believe that there's nothing that I can do to diminish whatever you should be doing for me. And if you're diminishing that, it's because you don't feel that I'm worth more than what you're giving me. Okay. Daniel. Bitch. How'd Poor, you feel about him? Poor Daniel. So, since season one to season now? Because yeah, he's not in this new episode, but yes. So up far. until her living with him, the nutting on her face, all these so, things. So, Daniel was tired of being strung along. And so, I think he should... Okay, so one thing. I, sh- I felt like he should have accepted he was a side nigga. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know what? This okay because he should accept it. Because my thing is, I couldn't understand. Yeah, what the problem was. I thought you know, Dan is like a decent enough guy. She likes him enough. She keeps fantasizing about fucking him. And all I'm thinking of is, I don't do this. I only fantasize about fucking people that I want to fuck. So if you don't really want to, and when he did finally do the whole uh, hot Cheetos in the bed. Him giving her a head or whatever. She fantasized it up and up. And then it started to happen. And she stopped it. But mind you, he said some disrespectful shit. And that would turn So, that's too. my thing. So, before we get to the second season. Of oh, the first. I don't remember the first yeah, enough. But, but, if, so. but if you think about it, like, Daniel was all in for her. Right. And she cheated. She lost her nigga. So, she decided, I'm going to live with a nigga I cheated with. Because this is a nigga that I felt like I should have had a connection with. She said in season two. 
I came to you because I knew you'd be there for me. So that's Boom. not even really a plus. But it's not. Because I know you would do but it. But she said that last but not least. She just said it initially. And that's why he let her live with him. Right? <clears throat> you're living with me. You're doing your thing. Blah, blah, blah. And then third season comes and I'm nutting your face. <laughs> Sorry. Surprise. At this point, I feel like what we're doing is not serious. Like you don't take me seriously. But what is that? Is, is, is that really? I'm gonna write that down for this. Let's talk about no, sex no, no, episode. Is nothing in your face disrespectful? Yeah, it definitely is. And I think men know where you want me to come at. Like they'll say it. Yeah. Every guy that I've known have has asked me that. Where do you want me to come at? If you don't ask that, you don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> you don't come my eye, and I can't see for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Everything goes to shit. <laughs> So, so honestly, I do believe that. Do not nut in my eye. Respect levels start to dwindle. That might be the episode name. Don't nut in my eye. <laughs> I mean, so my thing is like with everything going on with Issa and oh Daniel, yeah. Why was Daniel. he not a good? Yeah, because that his team was next thing. Why was he not? Why can it work with them? So for me, it could work, but Daniel has resentment. You think it's him? I th- I'm sorry. I feel like it's Issa. Daniel was acting out of character. I don't believe Daniel was a person to like let a woman just like drift. I don't think he's a I don't think he's a person to just let a woman feel how she feels without his explaining. Because even when Issa and him was dealing like he was just like, "What do you want?" He kept asking her, "What do you want from us?" Are you okay? Like, he was very concerned in the first episode. He showed up at her job. He said, you haven't been responding to me. Mm, I don't even remember that. What's right. up, babe? Like, what's going on? Like, but, but, where where are we? Because he has liked her for that. For the longest. For the longest. But, okay, so then how is that not Issa's fault? And, and to some extent, because Issa is fucking him. Is this not, is yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it, it comes down to where... How I guess I took it is that eventually I took it is that Issa just must not be that into him because She's, you yeah. you're able to stay there with him and I'm every time she does something what I try to do is shout out to Issa Rae for this is that I try to associate to it you know mm-hmm. relate to it in some type of way mm-hmm. have you ever felt this way and not with the fucking or living with people but it's just in general of liking somebody. So much. This much, but not that much to be with them and the way that you handle them after that. And then where I wouldn't have fucked up is like, I definitely would have went and lived with Molly. You would have been Molly. And remember the whole thing was like, but you fucked in my vase. I did not do shit to your vase. Like that was their argument. But Molly Mm -hmm. straight up said, you should just came and lived with me. And that's ultimately what it would have been either way. Either way with us. Me, Molly, you, Issa, you, Issa, me, Molly. You should stay with me. But bitch, you broke my vase. All right, whatever. Don't break nothing else. Or, all right, I didn't break your shit that time. I'm not going to break nothing this time. But I would have went and live with my best friend instead of living with a nigga. So so, so why do you think she picked so him I think that's in a, the mental? So I think that's something to, like, you know, examine. Like, with my best friend, my, my best friend examines everything I do. Right. And she critiques me on everything I do. If I spill something on her carpet, that's a lash towards me. Mm-hmm. She thinks that this bitch is not clean. She does not. No, hold you're it. clumsy. That's it. But when I, but, but I'm saying, so think of all the things that come it. after that. What? 
This going down. I, I lit shit six times, Michael. So I'm just saying, Talk like, think about the things that come with you living with your friends, mm-hmm. right? And you living with a nigga. And when he's ready to bring company in, it's going to be a little different. You know what I'm saying? So, me living with you and I spill something, you'd be like, what the fuck? Excuse me. Ooh. That's cute. What the fuck? <laughs> it's natural. So, 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 you saying like, what the fuck, Mikey? You spilled red, red wine on my carpet. And I'm like, fuck, I spilled everything everywhere. But because you know I spill shit. It's it's heavier to me. So I feel like friends make things more sensitive than they have to be. Probably. Um, only because it's like, God, get it together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're holding me to a certain standard that I'm not. I spill everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm sorry for that because I'm clumsy and I cannot have. I'm not. I don't have an awareness. Okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Would you think it would be a situation where it goes on based on what you value a little bit more? Because if I'm in that situation, like. I'm, it can be easily annoying to be too, too nitpicky, right? Mm-hmm. Where, and that is where I would fall in. While mm-hmm. you're clumsy, you knock shit over all the time. This is you. I'm telling you this to your face. Right, right. You knock shit over all the time, but I just know this about you now. Right. So whatever. It's accepted. Right. It's, yes, I get it. And same thing, I may be too nitpicky. Oh, but do you pick this? I, I would never do that. No, I mean, I get it. But you get what I'm saying? So in, in that, I would still feel more comfortable staying with you because you're not expecting this relationship to go further than what the fuck it is. We're best friends. It's a given. You, I'm not giving you the it's wrong impression. Yeah. yeah. Staying with a nigga that I know loves me, to me, is like the shit we've talked about before. Right. Just kind of egging on a nigga that's already sick in the head about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to make him more sick in the head. Coming to you and I need you some type shit. She answered him, and that was the nicest way she could say it, but it essentially means I came to you because I could use you. But what she said in a nice way was, I came to you because I know you'd be there for me, which is sweet. But, and the same breath is... I'm using you. Exactly. So... It's because of, and only because of how they feel about you. Mm-hmm. If he didn't feel that way about her, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But because he knows, she knows you know, he you gotta, loves me to death. He, I have a fallback plan. Oh my God. And most people have fallback plans. Yes, I've been a fallback plan for and about 16 years. I don't years. call women fallback plans. I call them pockets. That was, oh my God. Is it, is it Anthony? No. Oh, the way you looked over there, I was like, no, oh my gosh, it's a big flying road. Um, men pocket women. Yeah. And women make men po- fallback plans. I know how to string along a certain type of nigga for a certain amount of time. So when I say like, oh, you know what? When I get 30, if I don't have a child. It's me and you, baby. It's me and you. I can oh make you hold God. on to that shit for you forever. You ain't shit, Mike. And you, hmm, pocket woman. We're, this is, we're fallback plans. And so it's kind of like, no, no. it's backup plans. Pocket women. Are backup plans. No. Look, it went and out And that too. What's wrong with it? But my thing is, um. I was saying, like, men are fallback plans and women are pocket women. Pocket women don't remain pocket women. You know what I'm saying? Fallback plans will always be fallbacks, no matter what. Pocket women can, can, can um, alleviate themselves from being that way. Okay, they can't get stuck. They can grow past it. I think men get stuck. 
And I think it's the way that they are talked to by whoever. So you think with Daniel, he was was he was he a fallback? Or was he, he was, just a nigga that I can use because I know would, I need to help? He was a fallback. Because saying with Molly would He was a fallback plan. But even in still, the fact that the first, the season started off as I don't fuck with Molly. That's this season, guys. That's a spoiler, but it's not really. It's the first thing she said. And, and the episode didn't tell us why she don't fuck with Molly. And so we she don't know. Been, but I know why she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I peep. But so it, it doesn't solidify is, why. So you can still no, watch it. But you see. When your friend is not happy and she can't be happy for you because you're clearly the one that's the underdog. This is the underdog. All right. She's we're going to give spoiler alert. Did you watch the after show of it? I couldn't because I was on HBO yeah, Go. I did by accident. I didn't mean to, but I have HBO. So Either I way, that. they didn't spoil but, anything. But, but I'll tell you what Issa said. So Issa... She said that in the very beginning, mind you, I don't fuck with Molly, right? And then the first thing you see is them doing yoga and smoking weed, which to me sounds on so Sundays cool. is like a thing they do. Self care Sundays. We have like I want to do. We it. have to. The fuck. Now we're doing it. <laughs> so anyway, they did that, but mm-hmm. how Issa talked about it with a guy, he probably is a director or writer or whatever. They didn't see it that way. How they took it was Issa asked for more accountability. When she's doing dumb shit. And Molly gave her more accountability. Molly's exact words were, your shit ain't got to be this messy. I feel like you like it that way. And Issa's thing, and Issa, like real Issa, not Issa, not Issa D, but Issa Rae, was just like, um, she asked for this. And we can see in this episode, Issa's not ready for what she asked for. Molly didn't do anything wrong. Molly gave Issa exactly what she asked for. She asked for, check me when I'm not being whatever. So what I see from this is, which I love this as a writer, is that they're writing Issa D in a certain kind of way, but Issa Rae feels a different kind of way. Um, even Lawrence, I saw it tonight before I, um, you got here, and I, wrote, I didn't write his point. I didn't read it all the way, but he was like, he hates certain character flaws in Lawrence. So I can't wait to figure out what those are. I'll check them later. But it's certain things that they don't like about their characters, but they got to ride this character out because that's the show. So how they said it for what's happening in that, and we got to give credit to Issa and the guy because they wrote this shit. She's not prepared for what the fuck she needs to hear. Your shit ain't got to be this messy. You asked for your friend to be honest with you, and she did, and you're not responding that way because the first thing the thing start out with is, because the guy asked, oh, Issa said, I don't fuck with Molly. And she was like, yeah. And that's when she went on to say the whole thing about it. She asked for this, but she's not ready to accept that. So right. so my thing is. It's, it's leading to believe like she agrees. It's hard to accept feedback from somebody who's fucked up. Oh. There's no way that You're I. You're so good at this. That's a good point. There is no that's way that I can receive feedback from someone who, who, is, never been who is tearing me down because I'm up. Molly is not up. Mm-mm. Molly came at me at the beginning of this at the beginning of this um, episode saying, uh, girl, I don't know. And she was like, look, if you like him, date him. Period. Who cares of how other however many other women he's dating? You're dating. I, Micah, That's not your nigga. Let me tell you, I thought about oh you. Oh, my God. The entire <laughs> part. I was like, 
did some Micah be telling me? And I was like, I was like, oh, Molly, you got to get over that. And I was like, no, Micah said, I swear on everything I love, Leah. Micah. I didn't, I didn't watch it Sunday. What I did when night was coming out. I was like Tuesday. I tried to, I, I ended up watching it Tuesday too mm-hmm. because what I did was I watched the last three episodes. And then what happened was when my mom was done with work, it was like, all right, let's go back to Empire because this one kids are going to Empire. So I, I did it for her. And I could have watched it in my room, but I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to do it until Tuesday, I think, is when I finished the second half. And then it was just like, and I saw the drama and I was like, oh, Molly, you can't get mad at that. And I understand that it it, it would have bothered me, too. It I know. Me, it did. I know. Until I had these talks with you and I was like, okay, Mike, you can't, mad. I'm not, you can't be mad at that type of stuff. And then with Tampa is when that's the first time I had to implement it and it worked. I was like, you know, it doesn't bother me because you're right. He could be fucking a bitch right now. That's not my nigga. It, I swear to God, it didn't bother me at all. So I was like, okay, Molly didn't get that part yet. And Issa gave good points. So while Molly may not, because how, okay, it's how I'm taking it now. While Molly may not have been all the way incorrect with her point, her delivery is probably trash. But Trash. I, but, but okay, then let's take that because I don't know how long they've been best friends in this storyline. But as far as we know, they're close as fuck. It's them two and it's the other two. And they still don't get each other. But that's what I'm saying. You should, you should get her enough to know how the fuck she talks. And or or and or because I think it's both. You should get her to know she doesn't take in advice Which like this one? well. I think it's a combination of both. At this point, it got to be a combination of both. Because so I feel you, but I feel like Issa is so much more real and to the point. Like, but she's not though so because listen, she sits there and okay. gets in her feelings about shit instead of checking the bitch right there. You're right. You ain't got to say it this way. But after the fact, the way that Issa says things. Is way more sensitive. Agreed. Then Molly says things. Agreed. And so Issa's like, don't you want that? Like we had a conversation about like, like, don't you want somebody to blah blah blah? Regardless of my blah 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 saying whatever. It's just like, oh girl, he seemed like he right up your alley. Because Molly says, I want a nigga that don't give a fuck about what I got going on. And when she explains him and he seems like he don't give a fuck about what she got going on. Issa steps in and says, oh, girl, that's what you want, huh? No, bitch, I just feel like <laughs> I need to be loved, blah, blah, blah. And Issa's like, but that's what you told me you wanted. That sounds like a fair advice. Issa is very, I am just responding to the way that you told me how you want things to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Molly is so oblivious to her own shit. Like, she, no, agreed, agreed. She agreed. really sends me over the edge, and I'm like, everybody keeps. I don't want to say everybody. I've had three people to tell me, "Oh my god, you remind me so much of Molly." Am I a hoe? I'm not a hoe. You don't give me Molly vibes. You I don't get Molly vibes. vibes. I give me Molly vibes, and I Jesus don't be Christ! Nobody. But they're like, but I give me Molly Micah, vibes. like your commentary, like your your humor, blah blah. I'm just like, Bitch. are there people who know you closely? Mm-mm. It can't be. And it's not like you don't give Molly. Vibes. People keep telling me since this show started, you remember me and Molly, and I'm just like, am I a hoe? Like, but what, it, what it, do y'all know that, about me? Point, because if I if if I had to peg us, you're the Issa and I'm the Molly. That's what I'm saying, and, and that's my thing. But and you're nothing like Molly. It's not the whole in part. that way. Yeah, but it's definitely the delivery. But at mm. the same time, the how me and you and Molly and Issa mm. waver is. The delivery was stuff and the understanding of it. That's why I said, you said which one? I said it's both. Delivery it is you both. is Molly and I'm Issa. But but either way, if I, I can't, 
While I can't picture me saying, do you like your shit this messy? I feel like you like it that you way. You would never say that to but me. But at the same time, I feel like I'd still send you the same message, just not as aggressive. As I'm and saying. you'd be open to it the same and way. And I would be. But that's what I'm saying. It's you a level never of both. Say it like you would never but say that's like what I'm that. saying. It's a level yeah. of both. It's a level of me not being so aggressive, yeah. but still saying the same thing. It's a level of you being right. understanding of the fact that, you know, then maybe I am tripping. Right. And not being so sensitive. It's so, a combination of both. So what's messy? Messy to me is shit is on purpose. Excuse but me. what did you say? Hmm? I'm sorry, it's a hand up because I had to take ahead, it. I cut ahead. you off and then ask for permission. I'm sorry. Because we're best friends. And the point mm-hmm. is, I learned this from a girl named Micah. You should already know that nothing I would ever say to you is coming from a malicious uh, fucked ill, up place. It has right. to be on some like my and, and to me, that was like the most out of all my friends in all my life, probably of all my family and everybody, the most freeing thing I've ever heard in my life because it's right. so fucking. You should true. know me. If you know me the way you're supposed to know me, right. and we tight the way we tight. Right. Me saying, all right, me saying, Mike, whatever the fuck. I said and, you and, should know. And and, and, and to be fair. That means you got to tolerate some really off the wall shit. Mm-hmm. And I even agree. Bitch, there's certain shit you ain't got to say that way. You still, That way. Me being as aggressive as I am, I still know what the fuck, how to say and not to say. You know what I mean? But still, you should know that though. We best friends. Yeah. I think what Molly said, while it may be a certain kind of way, you only get that defensive if you agree in a certain kind of way. You're right. And but Issa got to agree. You only get that way after a bitch has already tried to put you in your place. Molly, to me... It's a joke. She's, yeah, she's comical. She's a joke. She's comical. And it makes me upset that people compare me to her because it's like, on the grand scheme of things, Molly owns up to nothing she does. You're dating these men and you're you're basically patronizing these men. She seems to grow a little, but she don't acknowledge she it. Do, no, Acknowledgement my is a nigga. Big step. She literally, I'm liking you. I like you. And this is a good, and you know what, guys? Let me stop. Micah knows how to date. So I'm She's looking at in. Molly as if she were an idiot. So let me step, take Dial a step back. back because Molly does not date often and she does not know how to date and explain herself to a certain extent where she can attract a man. Boom. Okay. Molly's a joke. Molly's a joke. Take one. You go on a date with a man. I'm serious. You go on a date with a man. You're having a great time. Another woman calls him. Is that your nigga? I had to look at the camera just to say that. Is that your nigga? No. You're dating him. And all of a sudden, you have a very honest conversation. So honest. He's like, yeah, I'm dating. Aren't you? Because you're single. I'm dating, and I want you to know that I'm dating. That's the part that reminded me of me so much, and it but didn't. Le- and she's and yeah. but listen, I because I I told you I've talked to you about that. I before. know, but like wait, 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 real quick. And I, I love you. Listen, bring it in. Do what you gotta do. I'm telling you as a man that I'm dating, and you're telling me as a man that you're being a part of my dating yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely dating. Aren't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, she does that dumbass <laughs> nervous thing. Dumbass bitch. No, you're not. Because you think that subscribing to one man will eventually lead you to your husband or your spouse or your boyfriend or whatever. You are dating. 
how could you not expect a man like no women are like the exception to the rule men have to feed on their masculine into windows okay mm-hmm. i love they have That's a nice word is I love it too. I do you like that word? It's so nice. They have to feed into it. I have to be inside of a woman oh to make gosh. me feel like a man. So my thing is, you're not with him. You did not agree to an uh, arranged marriage or an arranged relationship. You're dating. I can date you freely as I date anyone else. You flip out. When someone else calls his phone. Guys, what I want you to understand is we create our own reality, right? If you want a relationship to be a certain way, you have to deem it that way. You have to say, you know what? I know we're nothing. I know you're not my man. I know I'm not your woman. The way that I see that our relationship is going, the trajectory of what we're doing is a relationship. I only want you. If what yeah. what do you want? What's up, baby? The moment he tells you what he wants, yeah, you know, I'm just out here. He ain't shit. Or he says, you know what? I can see me dating you. Like, I, I really feel good about me and you. But I want to take it slow. That still means he wants to keep his options open. Like, I just listen to what they're saying. <laughs> to me, to me, like, everybody, it's literally like if you ever seen The Matrix, and oh anytime The Matrix come on on like like TNT, I watch all of them. I love The Matrix, so I watch it all the time. But it's like taking either pill, and it's like if you take one pill, you awaken to this. You take one pill, you stay blind to this, and it's kind of just that. Once you hear somebody say it to you that way, everything just seems so much more clear, and you peep the shit without even trying to peep the shit, and it's fantastic. So I'm about to. Hit mic in the Sorry. You peep it without even trying to peep it. Definitely. Okay. Well, sum it up. I'm skipping all these to end on this last topic. But to sum up the Issa thing, in general, if I have to give us characters, um, just on the, some best friend type shit, Mike is definitely Issa. I'm definitely Molly. There are definitely differences. Like there's, th- I, I like Issa, but Micah is not as mums the word weird about it. I feel yeah. like, and maybe, and loose to say, maybe Micah is like this with other people. She's not like this with me. And I would like to think, I've asked a lot, don't be that way. Because if the way Molly's get fixed is by being told that they fucking up. Now, the difference between me and Molly Mm. is, I want to know if I'm making you uncomfortable. Because you think that there's something that could possibly... Yeah, my first thing is... that, yeah. And my first thing is always like, what did I do? But Molly, I don't think Molly thinks Molly that. don't think that she does anything yeah, wrong. Like, and that's her yeah, fault. Molly don't think it's her. I always think, okay, maybe I fucked up some yeah. type of way. What is it? But I, I do get very Molly-like, I guess, when it's like, okay... If you start acting funny with me, you never told me Boom. it was an issue. Boom. I've made it very clear 96 times. Tell me you got an issue. I understand my personality is not for everybody. So I need to know by at least the ones I hold near and dear, you know, that it's What's issue. up? All right. So we'll we'll continue to talk about that. I'll make these insecure segments. Some real shit. I think that'd be nice. I may Check, even do specials. Listen, we should y'all. do specials on it. No, I'll make I that agree. a whole thing for insecure. We love this show. Check your friends, bro. Like, I feel like Molly mischecked Issa, although she had good intention. She mischecked her. 
You cannot call nobody out on some shit that you're not living. I'm not going to take that information that you're telling me for face value because you're a joke. Leah is the only person that can come to me about some loyal, faithful shit, period. Because that's the way that she lives her life, right? Any means necessary, whatever the cost, I'm going to tell you face value, the truth. If anybody comes at me like that, that I know have lied, have cheated, and have been unloyal about some shit, I'm not responding to them the same way. I can't. Do you feel like Issa has checked Molly numerous times? Yes. About her behavior. Yes. And she does not respect I remember her kind of checking her on some whole shit. But she don't respect Issa. You can kind of tell, too, by the way she talked about her fucking block party thing. You're right. And the first first thing that she was like, oh, you got them? And Issa's face was like, yeah. Those are big. Those are real. She was like, oh, yeah. She was like, yeah. Yeah. Molly. She was I like, can't defend you, bitch. You want she, some she was like, yeah, I got big names, but you know, Chick Fil A didn't want to blah blah. blah. And she said, Popeye. Like, oh she's like, okay, look, Popeye. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like I yeah. swear to God, Molly did some flash shit. Okay, never mind, Molly. I can't defend. And you, you know bitch, why? Yeah. She's a lawyer. She has a stimulus package. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Molly ain't social, no money. Social Security. Issa works for a nonprofit organization because of what she loves. I thought about and how that no, relationship wavered unf- so much. But that's unfair. Like, okay, you work for a corporation, I don't. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't have the same money you have. Yeah. I don't have the same benefits you have. Yeah. I'm choosing to do this. I have a degree. I ain't gonna get a job in time I want. Uh, brief and different. This is why Mike is more so Issa. And I like, cause things like this, girl, like I do work for like a company. A corporation. And Micah really does do shit she's passionate because about. Because I want to. Yes. So it's a different situation. But Definitely. this is this is why it's very Molly and in Issa. Otherwise, they'd be on some other but shit. That's but that's what yes, I'm saying. Like I get what you mean though. I'm here because I want to be, I not because it. I was forced into anything. Right. I chose this life, and you chose your life. So, based on our choosings, I respect you, Leah. I never feel like you, like, Micah, get a fucking job. Have I ever come to you telling you I can't pay for anything or this and that? No. And I bet until I come to you saying I can't afford this and that, you're not going to say that to me. Well, either because way. Because it's working for me. Because because ultimately what it comes down to <laughs> Shit, is, even Erica. She didn't even come at me like this. I pay for my shit. Like, yeah, it's and, different. I, and that's what I'm saying. I, and I'm very straightforward when it comes to these type of shits. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know what? This bitch has made a decision to do shit this way. And all it can be is, okay, well, I'm going here. You got till this date. Tell me if you want to come or not. And if you do want to come, you got till this date to give me the money. And if she does, she does. If you don't, she don't. And I always, I've had a moment. I remember I was drinking, but it was a moment when I came to Micah and I was just like, you know, I'm really proud of you. You've really found a way to figure this out. And I told her, I was like, you know, it has, I, I don't, I wouldn't be able to function that way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm comfortable in knowing I have a, not a surplus, but a comfortable level of money. I can literally make poor decisions if I choose to, right? And I was like, I'm, but the thing is, I'm used to that now. That wasn't always the case. Mm-hmm. I was not always able to do this. So my thing is, what I always give you a plus two is if this bitch decides she want to go to the beach in the middle of the fucking day, she can do that. And I can't do that. And to me, that means something. 
And so I was like, you know what, fuck it. She didn't find a way to pay all her bills. This bitch never asked me for a loan. I have friends that have full-blown jobs that have asked me to lend them money. I don't, and I, I've lent them money. You and it's never crazy because I don't ask so I was like, you know, it works out. Yes, I have friends with full-blown jobs like me that have asked me for a loan. And I've helped. I've asked for loans. Yeah. I have full-blown yeah, yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is like, you know what, this bitch seems to make it work, so... Fuck it. Like, yeah. whatever. If she can come, she can come. If she can't, she can't. Everything ain't for you. So do what you can do. I have money. I have a job. And if I can't afford some shit, I'm going to tell you. I can't afford it. I'm not going. Yeah. That's the end of the conversation. All right. We will continue. I want to make this the insecure segment. I'm going to, like, find yeah, a way yeah. to put it in there. Because we like insecure. And while it's on, I would love to talk about it. All right. We're going to sum it up on this. I'm cutting off all these other parts because we ain't got time. This guy. Yeah, we can go. All right, this guy, his What's name that? is at I am Alex Dixon. Shout out to Dixon. That's one of my last names. I am Alex Dixon. So he said, I wanted to hear your take on this, right? Me and Carlin talked about it the other night, and Carlin disagreed with a good amount of them, parts of a good amount of them, but I agree with all of them. So he said, Here, here's some mistakes women make when dating. One. Telling him all your business. Two, telling him he's the only one you're talking to. Three, yes. Shut up, because he breaks each one down. Sorry. Three, telling him what you're looking for in a man. Four, being too honest. And five, the same thing as the first one. Agreed, but listen. And five, he gave different reasons, but yes, same thing. Five, not holding him accountable. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. So you guys can man in on how you feel about that. I'm going to go to one. The first one was telling him all your business. So what he said was, in the beginning, it's, he spelled chess wrong, but okay. In the beginning, it's chess, not checkers. You are opponents, not teammates. Mm-hmm. Telling all your private business to a stranger, you're n- no longer a mystery, and it looks like you're harboring pain and trauma that hasn't been dealt with. Oh, are we ready again? You're ready. What? It's okay. Go okay. Ahead. Telling him all your business. In the beginning, it's chess, not checkers. You are opponents, not teammates. Telling all your private business to a stranger, you're no longer a mystery, and it looks like you're harboring pain and trauma that hasn't been dealt with. This is why he advises you not to tell all your business. I almost hit you. So my thing is, um, you are what not a mystery. The last part, you are what not a mystery. So the first one was telling him all your business. I'm gonna read it over again because in the beginning it's chess, not checkers. You're an opponent, not teammate. Because they don't know me, so right? Yeah, telling all your private business to a stranger, you're no longer a mystery. It looks like you're harboring pain and trauma that hasn't been dealt with. So my thing is, how are you ever gonna get to know me if I don't tell you? Right. So no. I think men in general are, I think men in general are definitely like, you know how like homophobia plays a role? Like you are, you have a phobia of the truth. If I'm telling you the way that I operate, what I've been through, how I, how I express myself, how I receive information, and you're taking that as something as being a, too vulnerable. How are you going to know me if I don't tell you who I am? So what I took this as, what I took this as, I agreed with this because 
I've been in a situation and I feel like that's You've been too vulnerable? Yeah, and I feel With like the wrong man. F- agreed. What the fuck? But agreed, but how I took it is um if I'm just going based off my list of guys that I've dated, I feel like this has always been the case. And the unfortunate part is, yes, I think the go-to logical way is I've just always picked piss-poor guys, so we can go it that way. But I think the summary of it is, this is common enough for him to say this, and this is for the majority. In his opinion, you're the exception. So niggas don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's my point. Okay, cool. The general thing is, he's as a man, he's saying that, man, this is what the fuck you do. Me telling you all my business, well, he hurt me, he did this. Everything he said, all I thought about was Tampa through every single situation. And with Tampa, that's why I call him as cold, but I've known this nigga for years. Yeah. We've just never talked on this level. And everything he's about to say reminds me of this guy. And so I'm like, wow, this did happen. Wow, this was the case. So it's right. Maybe I did appear as if I was harboring trauma that we talked about because he asked me specific questions about people that I've dated because he's known them or known about them because I've known them for so long. And so maybe in me giving him these scenarios and in my eyes telling him why I'd never go down this path again, why I'd never deal with these people again, what I've learned from these situations. In his eyes, it may just be, oh, it's trauma they've been dealt with and she weak and I could probably work her. And I never see myself this way, but that could be the case. Carlin didn't like this one either. And because he literally said it almost equivalent to what you said. How the fuck? It's it's because we were talking about playing games before that. And that's what triggered my mind to bring this up to him. But yes. It's all a game, essentially. If this is how the fuck you gonna handle it. And I was like, all right. But I agree. And I, to this point, even with yours, I ain't heard nothing to wave me from that. It, it seems like a better path as opposed to what I typically do. Number two, telling him he's the only guy you're talking to. Don't Why? do that. And what he said was, Why? most guys ask this because they want you to commit before they do. And once you say yes, that's when they think they've got you. This is usually followed by inconsistencies because now they got you wrapped around their finger. This sounds like Tampa wrapped up in a bag. So my thing is, women, I've I've always said to all my friends, if he's not your nigga, don't act like, don't treat him like he is. Yes, you have. Um, I, I do. Know you be- told him, but you definitely. Told I me do that believe shit. in the power of dating and meeting new people. Um, what I don't believe in is obligations to men who do not devote themselves to you. If I don't say to you, I want you to be my girl, don't act like you are. And I think because consciously and, and society makes us feel like we have to act like a girlfriend to every nigga we like. There's no way in hell, bro. That someone who actually wants you doesn't want you. If I want you, I'm going to say, yeah, I, I want you to be my girl. I'm going to say it. I want you to be my girl. And you be like, okay. And then like y'all are a girlfriend or boyfriend. If he never says that to you, he doesn't want it. Period. Plain and simple. And I know it's very difficult because the way the people show, the way they like you, they show the way they... Um, are impressed by you if they're not saying to you, "Be my girlfriend." Be my boo. Hey, I want you to be my boyfriend. It ain't shit. 
And I need you to know it has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them and being able to accept what it means to have a commitment. Leave that fucking dumbass. I'm playing <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm playing house alone. Take that shit to sleep. Me and Leah done been through that enough. Yeah, we definitely like have. dead ass. And I, yeah, I'm better at saying no than Leah is to a certain extent. Like we've all been through the same shit. I just want you to know, me and Leah had the same situation happen to us. I'm not above her. She's not beneath me. We just trailed off on different levels. We've both had men manipulate us to feel a certain way. Like, you are so aggravating. So, in this conversation with my dear bestie, Carla, right? I call him my life coach again. So, in this conversation, and it might have been that, it was one of these questions I read to him, Mm -hmm. and he went off about it. And I was just like, Micah. When Micah was dating, maybe younger Micah, I don't remember older Micah saying it as much, but I'm sure you had the same logic. Mm. This nigga not going to duck me. And so he was just like, but he was like, that's, he didn't like that. He was like, that's trivial, whatever. Like, how, cause he said what you said for the first question. How do you ever get to know somebody if that's your logic? So I, so when I broke it all the way down to him, I said, okay, here, I get you. My thing is, I, this is why I'm not good at this. Because my thing is, if Micah's thing was, while she liked him, she was going to try to maintain as much of her giddiness as she could. She was going to withhold as much as she liked him as she could. She was going to play it as gangs, keep it as player as she could. I love saying right. that. She's going to keep it as player as she could. Keep a player every day, y'all. And that's how she managed it. And I was like, it wasn't on some bullshit. She did that for as long as she could. I brought up the one you talked to that I still don't like to this day. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I said there was a guy that she rolled the shit out as long as she could until she purposely, openly walked through the door of, okay, this is where I could get ducked. But that's when she was positive that that's who she was trying to be with. They had conversations, solidified it, and it was Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, this is where we're supposed to be heading. And this is duck world. There's a certain point where you can't get out of duck, duck land, world. bitch. You're in it. If you, once you give in to go there, you got to just open up to being ducked regardless. Right. So I said, Micah wasn't doing that with everybody. Mm-hmm. But initially, let's say Micah was talking to 10 niggas. That was the logic going in there. And I, to me, I praise this type of thing because I'm not good at this. For one, I wouldn't be, even if it was three niggas, I'm not even good at that. So she was able to do that, but she was able to keep her fucking emotions in check. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially all it is. We can call it ducking. We can call it being fast. We can call it being a hoe. We can call it being a shit, flaw, whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, it's keeping your emotions in check. Once you learn that shit, you're like untouchable. Right. And to me, that's what you know how to do. Right. So once I explained it to him, he was like, all right, I get it. Mind you, you know, crime loves you to death. So he was like, well, I don't agree with that. I explained that. I was like, she wasn't just doing this shit with everybody. Yeah. But she was definitely playing, you're not going to duck me off rip. When I, Once she when gave I, into, I do like this nigga, and this is it. Rules Michael change. Michael opened herself to the duck shit. Rules and, change. And that, in that particular situation, she did get played. And she accepted it. I got tried. It is what it is. Because Carmen yeah. was like, you can't do that. You just got to be open. You get ducked, you get ducked. It is no. what it is. I said, she not, did do that. Not by at that point. Not by every nigga. I'm exactly. not getting ducked. And so when he heard it that way, he, I think he agreed. So I think that's how it is for him, too. Yeah, he was and, like, okay, yeah. And I, I think it. what's really unfortunate about that, Leah, although me and you are very alike, mm-hmm. we have different tendencies when it comes to relationships. 
And what I think is unfair, really unfair to our feelings, is that I have to develop a mechanism to protect myself. And that you have to figure out a way to not fall so deep. Like, literally, like, why do I have to build a wall? Why do I have to build a cage around my feelings about what I truly feel? Because you're going to, you're going to just. I need you to, I need you to do this with me, the high five. I need, I need our thing. Because I said this to Carla. I, and we might have been the same point. I was like, ultimately. You're going to with everything take he advantage said, of me. It comes to just a game. You have to be mentally prepared to play this game. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've said this to Micah multiple times, and she's given me talks about it, and it was just like, you know, whatever. This is why I think I brought up insecure. I, I think I might have. If I didn't, I might be blending mm-hmm. them now because I've been drinking. But I thought about that. I literally, everything you say to me, you're my role model when it comes to this dating shit. Mm-hmm. I know when shit affects you because I'm your best friend. You tell mm-hmm. me. Right. So, I know when shit hits you the wrong way, and but I've seen you otherwise be able to maneuver through this shit in a healthy way for you. And essentially, that's all that matters. It's not even about whatever else. It's about just making sure you can handle it. Right. And if I can pick any of my friends that has the emotional level anywhere close to me, it has to be you. We're born mm-hmm. the same fucking day, hours right. apart. Right. It got to be you. So my thing to him was like, you know... Essentially, it's like a game. This guy is, everything he's saying is confirming everything I already feel like has to be true. Mm-hmm. All you niggas do is play games. Y'all don't want to get ducked. In Micah's situation, she didn't want to get ducked. But it's like Micah is getting the harder look at you getting the bad rep for doing that. And it's like, why? Because you niggas do it all the time. But Carla made that point too. Women get the bad name for that type of shit. Because they're like that, and it's the truth. And the bottom line is, it's, I don't remember. I don't think Colin said it this way, but the bottom line is, niggas hate that women are like this now. And it's like, but we have oh, to build our way to make sure we're okay. I'm protecting yeah, myself. We keep fucking with you. It's a defense mechanism. mechanism. You niggas <laughs> make us feel crazy. And I said, wait, Colin, we got to me the healthier world is people like Micah, my child. I have a daughter. I hope she takes more after you so far it looks promising <laughs> this nigga dance all around my house so hopefully that's the case it's because like, i know doing? how devastated i was so every devastated. time a, this is recently guys like months ago a nigga devastated me then right and i recovered more because i wasn't in love and but it's bitch. and but honestly it's not it's because of the hope of what you expect people who know you yes, to do because it's only been so, niggas i've known it so, ain't been no- so my thing with women and with people who feel like people who they've known for a certain amount of time, that doesn't mean shit. I've had to learn that. It ain't mean, yeah. Lena, L- Leah is learning that. Oh, Lena, that's cute. Like, it doesn't matter how long you know somebody. It's who that person you are is. You are what you are, what you are. Right? Yeah. It's who that person is and how they react to your actions and how they react to their own feelings. Uh, that's they what I meant to say. They can be totally different people based off how yes, they feel they should act. And literally, that's so important because I'm very privy to how emotional I may be at a moment and how I feel about a certain situation. And it's kind of like, you know what? Depending on how you may feel at that moment, like this is how we talked about advice. You can give me a little bit. You can take the rest. Is it? Let me see how much is left. You can kill that. Um, it's a lot. It's not that much. Bitch. Just relax. Could you stop? You're, you're on. Push it. 
Mike, this is my second. This your. This about to be your fourth. It's not. Stop, you ghetto. She's trying to get me. It's my third. I literally filled my second cup. You still ain't taking cup. I just refilled yours around the same cup. Anyway, um, what I was saying was, it's Love. very important to consider how you feel. And so my thing is, even with, and this, this is something you gotta be mindful of. My, I always bring up Tampa. Knowing him, you know I hate that one day. Okay. Even with Tampa, Tampa was going through a situation. They came out of a long situation. Maybe that's why they were such a dick. But to me, what I I'm I'm I am aware enough to give understanding to what they might have been through, and I am self-respecting enough at this point of my life, right before I met him, unfortunately for him, to not fuck with you either way. Because you're too old to know better and you disrespect. Disrespect, because as Micah said in the last episode or this one, at the age of six, you know right from wrong. You knew what the fuck you were doing and you did it anyway. And this goes into his last point, this um, Alexander Dixon. We'll come back to you, sir. So, telling him what you're looking for in a man. And he said, this is a big one. Simply because telling him what you're looking for is never a good idea. A man usually takes the script you read him and now knows what role to play. His focus should just be being the best version of himself. How do you feel about that? So my thing is, okay. I like Alexander. I get why people say. I get why people say, don't tell me what you want. Let me be. Right? Like, let me be. Like, let me be who I, I am. You, me and Carla, as close as me and Carla are, I need him to understand he has a thing for Pisces. Like, we... He does. Uh, because we are meant to be. Literally, yeah. you sound just like this nigga Like, right let me be who I am only because I've heard men say, if you tell me what you like, I'm going to be that. Right? I feel like men have a more susceptible way of, like, falling into what the yeah. girl they want wants to be. And not the girl that he wants to marry, the girl they want to fuck. Oh. Like, you assume the position of the woman that wants you. So, if that's the case, oh, cool. She says she likes sensitive guys. She says she likes this. I don't have a type. I don't even know. If a nigga asks me, Denver, what's your type? Anything I like, bitch. Like, you're not finna <laughs> duck me. Bitch. But you're not finna duck me. Like, you want me to bait you into to, to, to doing things so that I like. So you agree? No, I definitely do. And so for a man to manipulate a woman based off what she said, it's a predator. Yeah. I get predator vibe. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry to go that far. So Carlin didn't agree. I get, I get didn't rape. Like I get manipulation. I get molestation. I get um, power. If you use any information that a victim has given you to over empower them, you are a fucking predator. That was beautifully said. I'm sorry. You're a predator. You you are a magnificent bitch. Bro, but think about it. It's true. These niggas are predators. You guys are creepers. You're disgusting. Creepers. Where'd you get Jeepers, yeah. bruh, yeah. you, you so, gotta get pussy Carl more than ever. I cannot remember his exact wording, but it wasn't on some creeper shit. It was more so <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with saying what you like. But what my thing to him, and how I know Carlin might be changing his tune, is when he seems like he's very listen, he's listening very intuitively. Mm, like he was yeah. like, he was like, right, right, yeah. When he does shit like that, that's how I felt like okay. 
his opinion is changing on the topic. So I feel like his might have changed here. But my thing to him was, I think this is brilliant because it makes all the sense. If I say I like a nigga to do this, 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 my goal isn't to make you become this nigga for the next three months because that's the honeymoon phase. I said, this is honeymoon exactly. phase. Niggas do it. And it, it depends. If you're trying to get some pussy, mm-hmm. then you're going to do what you need to do to get some pussy. So I don't need you to be that. I need you to be you. I need you to be the best version of you because that's who... I'm going to live with assuming everyone. Assuming. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking exactly. for a long-term thing. With me, always assume I'm looking for a relationship. I'm never looking for a fuck buddy. I have people I can fuck, and I don't fuck them. And you don't. So that's you're not you know. looking for that. Yeah, I'm right. not looking for fucking. I'm looking for everything else. I don't even want to fuck you if our mental ain't connected. I need to be, like, so mentally connected with you. That'll make me fuck you all the time. Like, let us be in a situation where, like, you just walk in a room and I just feel a certain kind of way. You speak about some intelligent shit. And, and I'm, I'm like, like huh. it's called a sapiosexual. Yeah, I have, it's demisexual. Demisexual is emotional. And sapiosexual intellectual. Is, yes, both. I have hats for both. Shout out to me on Sapiosexual. These are me. I love that type of stuff. That turns me on. You can be fine as fuck and I still don't want to fuck you. I can know your dick is good. Because you're nothing. And still don't want to fuck you because brain. I'm not turned on to so, I think this is a brilliant way, ladies. Um, shout out to Alexander Dixon. We're going on to the next. You tell him what you like, he's going to play that role for as long as he needs to to get what he wants to get. Boom. All right. So, here's what he said about being too honest. And you said this goes to the first one. And I didn't peep that as quick as you did. And this is why you're such a gem. <laughs> but I did peep it when I brought it up to Carl and we talked about it because I was like, you know what? This sounds like the first thing. But what he said was being too honest. I'm not a fan of lying, but sometimes you got to learn to let his mind wander. And that's where it takes a different page because it's kind of just like, do you miss him? Yeah, you miss him. But don't tell him. Let his mind wander. Yeah, you may want to see him tonight. Or Yeah, I'm horny as fuck right now. My pussy is super wet. I can't. I would love for you to slide in here. Okay. okay. Don't tell him. Make that's how I took okay, this. Okay. So I get it. And that's why I differentiate. So okay. So based on what you're telling me, you're yeah, feeding yeah. me a certain right? thing. That's what I'm. Well, go based on what you think. But that's but no. what I took from that. So what you took from that is like, it's not the first one altogether. Not all your business. I, I don't want to give you too much. Yeah. But I want you to know that I'm. I'm interested. Wonder. Right. Yeah. So my thing is with the whole make his mind wonder thing. Like, if I got you, I got you. Mm. Right. So that's my thing. Like honestly, like I want to learn. I literally this. had to I love tell her. She's a, so good a, at this. a nigga literally told me I miss you, and I said why. Oh, and he was like, "What do you mean?" I was Bethany. like, "What? What do you miss about me? Like, what do you really miss?" Because for me, just personally, like when you project, sorry, you better make sure you ain't not my. I didn't. You, you, you didn't. When you project feelings onto people, you make them feel. I don't want to make you feel anything. I want this to be natural. Leah, yes. If I say, what do you miss about me? Just because it's just involuntary for you to say, I miss you. Because you like me, right? Yeah. I miss you is cute. It's not a feeling. It's 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 a saying. Yeah. I miss you because it's cute. It's involuntary because it's just an emotion exactly. you're feeling. But exactly. the question is why. Why do you, so why do you miss me? They so you're like, holding people accountable for the words that they use. Exactly. So, that's essentially it. Oh, you know, what you smell. You know what you said, bullshit. Cause it's all bullshit. Cause what I hear, that's not why you miss me. You just want to say you miss me because it's cute. Yeah. So my thing is, when I ask you, what do you miss about me, and your response is bullshit, 
It's like Some call bullshit. You just want me to say I miss you back because you're lacking an emotion of missing someone. Stop drowning me in your own fucking shit. Don't 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 project your shit onto me. I told I told this guy specifically. If you miss me, say it. Don't expect me to say it back. Yeah. Because if you really feel it, it has it doesn't have anything to do with me, right? If I say I love you and you don't say I love you back, do you not love me? You but but then th- that's that's rebuttal for you. Then if I miss you, like if I miss you, and, and let's I don't just miss say, you. come but on, no, I miss you. Mm-hmm. What's that? Sorry, I'm not sure. Bitch, and that's cool. Call you. If okay. I miss you, go ahead. You tell her she'll say something back. But anyway, if I miss you, mm-hmm. and let's just say I'm not. I don't know what it is because mm-hmm. it's like, then how do you articulate that? So you say that would make you comfortable. Micah, I miss you. Why you miss me? Uh, or, or Leah, I miss you. Why you miss then me? You would say, baby, I don't know why I miss you. It's just something about you. Okay. That's it's, something, it's something about you that makes me want to talk to you all the time. That makes me want to text you. That makes me want to FaceTime me. That makes me want to, they, they cannot stop talking because they miss you so much. Like, that is like real feelings when yeah. it's unexplainable. Yeah, so like really what I'm what I'm trying to tell you like, don't tell me you miss me because you want to hear it, because that's a projection oh, of neglection. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, just, it's clicking now. You, you have neglect. You don't want. I'm saying it for you to say it back because it's kind of like doing a good deed to to receive a good deed. No, I want. I'm doing it because the the, the kindness of my heart. It, and because you. you want some shit back in that return. You are you. You don't, girl. Listen, Leah. You girl. Don't say nothing back that you can't. Get yourself a Micah, not mine. She's spread thin. 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 It's no, it. We it's have no more room. Like, literally, I'm telling you, if I say, I love you, Leah, I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to say, yeah. I love you, Leah, because... You make me feel this. You're my best friend. Blah blah blah. Like every time I blah 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 blah. And and I just and pour. The e- and the easy rebuttal for her is, we've been friends for a very long. That's what I'm saying. I can just so pour. So there's no question. Right. right. We, we get it. We understand why. All right. We say it every time we get off the phone. Stop. Shout out to Bree. Bree's the biggest. Bree says it I every time. First. I you did. And here's my thing. We'll talk. I got to tell Bree because it's like. Bree is because it, it threw me when you first started to say it. I was just like, okay, bye, because it was it was too much, and yeah, I had yeah. to check myself. Like, why does why that make you uncomfortable? Much. It's not normal. Do you not love your friend? I do love you. Do friend. love me? I love you. I love you too. Bree says it every, every single time. time, and my thought was okay because you started saying it before we even got close to Bree. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this is Micah's thing. I and love then, you. Goodbye. I don't know how. Yeah, Bree says it every time. She every has a phone, no matter time. what. And it was like it's a lot. Yeah. And my thing was like, I say I love you back. Sometimes I just say okay, bye. And then it was like, okay, why does that make you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Like, I, literally, as of like today, it's like, do you not hours ago? It's like, do you not feel the same? Yeah. Like, like I love am me. I? I do love her. Yeah. Why does she keep expressing that to me? Is she overcompensating? Like all no. these? Yeah. All I just ask myself. That's what I'm saying. Why do you feel and me so uncomfortable? Too. And me too. Okay, thank you. And and I. That's for everybody. This, but what I thought about it is, I was like, this is today. I thought about it is okay. You know you. Like, I'm not the let's hug every time we see each other friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hugger. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hug. Because you. Yes, I you love are. you. Don't touch me. 
Yeah, because you're I, not that person. If I haven't seen in a long time, like right now, and, and this is the worst time, but this is the time I want to hug all of you mm. because I haven't seen you in yeah. so long. Yeah. It's like, oh, Beth, come to me. <laughs> Breathe on me. Corona. <laughs> Corona. It's, yeah, it's fucked up. But now is when I want to hug these bitches because I ain't seen them in a long time. But in general, I don't want to hug nobody. I'm not a hugger. I'm a, hey, bitch, what's up? Let's do a shot. We can, let's have a handshake or something like that. So what I thought about was, I thought about Brie. And we know Brie's personal life. And Brie has things like the rest of us. And Brie's shit affects her differently than it affects the rest Mm -hmm. of us, right? Whatever she's dealing with affects her in a certain kind of way. And my thing is, maybe that's the draw to, Mm -hmm. to Brie, as to why it's always I love you with us. And so that's what eggs me on to make sure I say it every time back. Because... You going through shit. We all going through shit. I'm going through shit. Like, yeah. I, this is why I'm doing this big, we'll talk about it off the air, but I'm, bitch, I'm going through some shit right now. It's a mm-hmm. moment. But mm-hmm. it's not life-threatening. Right. I, I have my little moments, whatever, and mm-hmm. I, I'm peeping what'll make me feel better. And what I think will make me feel better is cleaning my space. Mm-hmm. This is why you go in there. Like, the, there was rough, but here is like, uh, Melissa, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, it's magnificent. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be great there. It's my little space because mm-hmm. it's like 19 bitches in my house right now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. So, that's what I think about when it comes to Brie. No, I get it. Maybe it's a thing for Brie. So and maybe she needs it. that back and that's why she says it. That's it. And the bottom line is we love the bitch, so we say it back. It, it right. doesn't mean anything, but we're not used to it. Right. So it could be a thing for us. You're not used to being I told told I love you That's every single time. You hang up. You get off the phone. Yeah. And every time it gets weird for me, I think about you. Well, yeah. You don't say it to me every time. But you say it to me, I give you a solid 80. Yeah. I say it enough for you to know. Yes. Like you said it enough for me to know. But so not, I was like, this is crazy. But not every like time. But but you say yeah. it a lot. Brie has beat you at this point. But she, you were number one at the point, and no one ever does every that. Every time she gets and up so the phone. my thing is, and and I'm happy that it made you feel weird too. And this is a, this is we're talking this a, out and live a, and it, on the but podcast. It's a, but it's a compensation, yes, for what it is. If my norm is every now and then I love you, and after long conversations, I talk to you for two hours, yeah, and I say I love you, yeah. If we that, talk for thirty minutes. I don't have to say it. We but we we, but, we talk to Brie for. 20 well, that's what I'm saying. And for her, the projection of that is I need to be loved back. So she needs to be loved back. So I, 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 I just feel like it's a projection of what you feel, right? So, like, I do feel that uncomfort comes from your own feelings based on whatever's happening. So, like, if I continue to say I love you, I love you, I love you, it's because I've heard it, right? Right. I've heard it. So I'm just regurgitating what I heard from the people that love me. And if you don't respond back to me, that makes me feel like you weren't told that enough. And it makes me feel like that makes you uncomfortable when people emote. Like, it's just so many different things that happen. Love is such a complex thing because it's different when it comes to intimacy, intimacy and, like, yeah. friendships. That's All of my friends, crazy. I love y'all to death. Like, I love y'all like family. Yes. And me and Erica talked before I got to your house. Wholeness to Jones. I text Jones. Shout out to oh, no, both. No. Wholeness. Shout out to I love both. you, Jones. Shout but out I text Wholeness. Both. I was like, I appreciate you for being the human being that you are. I know you fucked. I I know you fucked up, and just in general. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're not the perfect person. Very human of her. It happens. Yeah. People. Fuck I was up. like, I know that you haven't been the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. but I believe in you. 
Like, I right. love you. Just, I just, just know that. So she called me. She was like, my God. Bitch, I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> that was too much. And I know. You're so stupid. Because, because I thought about, but but randomly, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. Damn it. But like Leah. Uh, <laughs> I threw it. But Leah, like literally coming to your house, I felt something. And it said Erica. And I was like, let me text her. You should. And so when I texted her, I was just like, I, I love the person that you are. And I know you've been through a lot. And I know you're not the best version of yourself all the time. But, like, I appreciate who you are to me. Like, right. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> who you are to me. And, like, me and Leah had a moment, like, a couple of weeks ago. And, like, I, I truly believe the relationships that we 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 grow you and that too, right? you you elevate who people are like you encourage the best out of people and so when i said what i said to her and i sent it to her i was like whatever i'm obviously his house whatever she comes she was like bitch i cry right now <laughs> and so i was yeah, like she will. She will. i fuck with you and i want you to know that and so she was like I, that meant a lot to me because I'm going through a lot with my family. And I know that, but it wasn't about her family. It wasn't about that. It's about your relationship with her. It's about. And, and that's what. Me, that's it, what I'm it, saying. It, it, it means you know, so much. You know, and this is like, as individuals, we go through so much things. Like, you deal with your child the way that you deal with your child, Leah. That's not and your mom. Like. And your aunt. And, and your aunts. And your family. And your niece. Like, and your sister. Like, you have a dynamic. Like, hey, I have. No nieces of them. My sister's niece that I haven't met yet, but we're not close. I'm waiting for people. They're more in my vicinity. Cousins. True. None of them have children. So I don't have a direct niece. You don't have a direct niece. You don't. Bitch. So. So I'm just saying in general. That's what you got to say. Because now I'm aggravated. Don't. Because I don't have one either. You you shook the tears for me. Because I want one of you to breed. Okay. Anyway, the point is, but like I, I'm just saying, feel. let me get back in the vibe. I'm just saying, like I feel like we all have our different lives to live, and we are leading different lives. And based on things that we went through when we was younger and where we are now, like it's di- it's very difficult to judge where we are and who we are based on where we are now. But um, I really appreciate the level of responsibility that we put on each other. Honus is cool as fuck. And for, for you and I, you and me, Leah, like, I think we have the most honest conversations out of all of our friends. To me. I don't know what type of conversation you have with Paige or I'll with Tarsha. But, shut up. But I'm just saying. I feel like I emote to you a lot about how I feel about certain things and about how things work. And I think I get the same from you. I, I, and while so, I give myself, I, I'm honest to everybody about everything I say to them. However, I feel like I've talked to you about cutting off, like I cut off a close friend mm-hmm, recently. Mm-hmm. No one else knows that. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, you're still on the yeah. way. My mom don't even know. I, I tell her and shit. And nobody extended. else knows about exactly. what we're talking about. So, you're right. You definitely get the most yeah. honest, the most like, all part of me. I cried. Yeah. It was a lot because yeah. I was so upset. Yeah. But I was hurt and it was the thing. And I come to the bitch that I know you give me very. And I think you give this to everybody. And this doesn't bother me because you know how I feel about it. I need to be special. Yeah, yeah. However, you are special. this is this is you. 
Mm-hmm. And this is great about you. And this is what I've had to learn to accept. For everyone who's like me who don't like sharing their best friends. Because it's say <laughs> I had this issue with Tarsha. had this issue with Micah. And I've learned to get over it. Because um, especially Micah, I can say, has found a way to still give a bitch her time. If that makes sense. Right? So... I've come to you about this shit you know that they don't know. Oh yeah. And it was just on some it's I don't wanna I don't wanna feel like I'm talking shit because I'm oh, one yeah, of the people yeah, too yeah, that's yeah. just like, you know what? I don't like I, I'm all for you got a problem, say you got a problem. Yeah, and yeah. I'm it's very honest. Yeah, of you I'm not very to do team that. that. And it's like, okay, in this particular situation, the only person who would understand this as much is her. Because they're very close. So it was like, I had to reiterate mm-hmm. this to her. I did this today. She was like, oh, wow, are you okay? Mm-hmm. No, no, okay. I started crying. It was like a lot. And I told her why I did it. And I was so offended by this. And how could she do this? And I do all this every time. And she didn't do this for me. And Micah said, I understand. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's go drink. And we went on and we had our fucking. This is like the day after our birthday. It was yeah. a lot. Like, it was very close. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. So I'm just going to say we the most honest conversations. I can definitely co-sign it. Right. I definitely give you some of the most honest conversations, not on the strength of lying to anybody else. Seems- but Micah definitely knows some shit that I haven't talked to everybody yeah. about because it's same. Some, sometimes same. it's things where you just have to tell somebody. Yeah. And I have to out. pick somebody that I feel like if anything, it relates to you more. Mm-hmm. And I trust you. To just yeah. give me what I'm saying here and not, you're not gonna speak say of this anything. shit otherwise. Exactly. And this is why it's like, you know what, you're told. I'm not going to say anything to anybody because it's not about anybody else. Yeah, like, a bitch had a moment. Like, me, a bitch cry like my mom, you. my mom is almost 63 and she was like, Micah, how do you do? This looks solid 35. How do it's you? It's uncomfortable. I, it She's is. She's my age. She said, how do you deal with people coming to you about someone else's problems? How do you deal with that? That was the point we made on the last. I said, the mommy, I'm trying to save Mike. Mommy, if you're uncomfortable, say I don't want to talk about this. Call someone else. I have nothing to say about the situation. I don't want to deal with it. She was like, but people just keep going and going and going. I'm just nodding my head and blah blah blah. I was like, mom, you're already not contributing, right? Is this on friendship things or therapist level things? Friendship, like, cause it's hard. Like me, for therapists, right? You, ha- you, it's hard. Cause oh, me, me and your mama talk. Okay, brief admission. Micah's mom gave me like the quickest therapy in- session, impromptu therapy session ever. This was me is what? That's right. First birthday. She no, was, she Mia was she... not alive. We had this conversation when I first stopped talking to Erica and Kier. Yes. And that was the first and last. And we talked about it. Your mom did that. And I was like, well, no. Da, 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 da. She's like, but Leah did that. Oh. You resented that one. Yeah. And, and my thing is like, how I talked to your mom about it. We talked, to, we had another conversation afterwards about like me and Manny and stuff like that. And that was Manny. general conversation. And in that conversation, your mom and I and you, and we all established she couldn't be my therapist. Because she couldn't be my therapist because of the emotional thing. She sees me as her one of her kids, right? So it's very difficult, right, to give the subjective mm-hmm. opinion you're supposed to give as that. So that's why I asked, is she doing this as a therapist? Because as a therapist, it's like, mom, you're failing. 
you got to be able to do this. But, but as a friend, it's hard because you know everything realistic. else you've been through. Yeah. But how does that? Okay, I'm I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna try the goal of 2020. But in this is to get Deborah on a podcast at her house because I'm gonna ask her. That's dead ass rain. I'm gonna ask her questions like this as a therapist. How do you do this without doing this? How do you do this without doing this? You're gonna be on the episode. Tell me already because I'm but gonna like, ask questions but about like, you guys. But like technically, she wasn't doing therapy with you. She was being yeah. She was Deborah. just being a mom. Low key, she she's being a, a mom figure for me because that's what I fear as her and and Geraldine. That's it. Yeah. So and, so for her situation there, when she asked you, it was on a friend level. How do you do this? Because how do you do what? Well, she asked you. She was like, "How do you handle being there for so many people?" You know what I mean? And then it's like you gotta take this, this, and this. Yeah, it, it has to be difficult. So my thing, so my thing is, um, it's not difficult because I don't cross. You handle it very well. Manipulate. Right. I, did I ever tell you there? Or did I, I talked about oh, this recently. You. It was on the last. But one, I don't the, cross the, manipulate the podcast. I can't use. I think I can probably save that mm. part. Mike is very good at this. I don't cross manipulate. Yeah. Like I feel like our relationship is what it needs to be, and I feel like if someone says or discloses, I don't want to discuss this with X, Y, and Z, then I'm I'm okay. I'm full of secrets. Yeah, because I feel like this is important. I feel like someone has to hold. The Something. virtue of who you are and your relationship together. There's conversations like, that. How dare you not do that? A friend of ours has probably had with Micah and has with me. And then it's come up and we've said something. And then it was just like, uh. And it was like, you know. Oh, you know, how the fuck did you know? I knew this for like seven months. Micah was like, I knew it for 12. God damn. Like, so it's I, things, there's the whole, like, the whole I will, down secret. And I. Right. If you if you're hearing a pitter patter, eh. it's rain. But that's I would never, very admirable. I would never. It's important to do that. And I I'll tell never. you this, Micah. I never told you this before. That's something in my whole loyalty circle, whatever, that I always held to me. Not even on a my friends don't do this shit. Fuck my mm, friends for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But I always just in. I guess I've never been shown it that bitches actually do this. Mm-hmm. So when you start to feel like shit kind of wavers a little bit, you easily put that in the category. That's what I'm saying for me. And so the first time I saw that was with you. It was something that Tarsha told us. But Tarsha told us separately, and it wasn't like a group discussion. Mm-hmm. So we never talked about it, but Tarsha told Micah first. So it happened, and I kept like talking secretly about it, but not telling Micah what it was. And then Micah, somehow Micah responded, and then I was like, hmm. And I, I didn't say nothing. I was like, okay. And then when Tarsha said something else, Tarsha, me, her, and Tarsha had a conversation. But Micah responded like, okay, so what do we talk about? And I was like, you know. And Micah was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. And I wasn't offended because the bottom line is, a bitch told you something that you need to keep I've to yourself. Nothing. And yeah, we're besties, but you're besties with Tarsha's too. Right. I'm besties with Tarsha's too. How the fuck is it that you, you run your mouth? Like, bitch, clearly she didn't want me to know at the time. Right? Clearly, I don't want you to know at the time. Right. So Tarsha need to shut the fuck up. Clearly, Tarsha don't want you to know at the time. I need to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew, you know what? Well, go ahead and put Micah in this little bubble. Mm-hmm. She did her job. And it's very admirable, guys. It's not hard. You got to really let go of this whole wanting to spill tea thing. Why is just, Jesus just, turning up on just, us, Micah? Jesus is raining on us. Are we, is this blessings? 
You gotta keep it to yourself, bro. You gotta keep it to yourself. And I think that's I think that's beautiful. With us, Beth, you know you got me. We had a moment after a podcast a couple weeks ago. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. I'm I'm very close with this bitch. And it it's been a lot we have the same birthday, same day. And like I've said many times, we don't agree on every single thing. But I would give I would give me and Micah a solid ninety eight at too, this point. Definitely. It's really that crazy. And even and, and this is an accepting that we deliver shit differently. Yeah. But why I still sum it up that close is you get the same fucking outcome. We're yeah. still saying the same shit, just different ways. Yeah. And this is why our friends are so lucky to have us. I feel like they're blessed. Yeah. Because you know who to come to to get what you want. All our close friends have known us long enough at this point. Well, our newest ones that are that are close enough is probably like a Sadie, Amber, Bree Bree. It's like shit like that. They've known us the least amount of time, but they've still known us long enough to know. Who to come to when you need this and that. Right? Sadie go to Micah for this. Sadie come to me for that. Amber tell Micah this. Amber tell Micah that. Bree come to me for this. Bree go to Micah for that. That's just how it is. And they get that enough. You'll get the same outcome, but you'll get different deliveries. And Erica taught me that. Erica Homeless mm-hmm. taught me that. Mm-hmm. She straight up said to me, we having a moment one time. And it was just like, you know, am I too aggressive? And she was like, no. Because I know what to do. I come to you. To get the, 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 what's the hard, the hard love, what's the shit Because she, hard not life. She's so, yes, she's accepting of who says the thing. When you accept your friends for who they are. You know. Nothing about them can turn you off or turn you out. (laughs) I love everything about my friends. No, Erica. And everything that they bring to me, that's what I accept. So you can't talk me into shit. I'm my own person. So, like, you have to start thinking about, okay, are my friends' decisions and and what they think, does that affect the way that I move in life? Does that affect my decisions? Like, you have to decide it for yourself. Because I know for a fact that it's not not a deciding factor for my friends. We're an addition to each other. We're not holistic. I am an addition to all of my friends. I do not make my friends. I'm a addition. And and what I what I say for that is I think I think me and Micah feel the same way. However, what I'll say about Micah and I I for me I think this something it's it's a it's a a plus for Micah. This attributes to Micah's amazingness. I talked about it in the last episode, but the unfortunate part is I the most of the episode is so blurred out. So I'm going to find a way to post some of it as like a bonus. But shout out to Terry. He was on it. And it was like a, a good amount of it was like most of it was blurred. But I'm going to find a way to post the best parts of it. But what I said on it was Micah is very good at what I specifically said. Because this is around the time when it got fucked up. I kept trying to edit it. And it was weird. But I was like. Not to discredit what Micah's going through, mm-hmm. but Micah is very good at still being able to be 100% Micah. Not biased, not stressed out, not overwhelmed, not mm-hmm. overworked, not tired. She's still able to give every friend she talks to a positive, clean slate, no matter what. And I made a point to stress, it's not to discredit that she's not going through shit. Because right. you are the epitome of the strong friend. Right. This is something that me and Tarsha always had going back and forth. But you, my friend, are very, very, like, Thank this you. is you. Mm-hmm. 
your very, very strong friend is. Even more than me and Tarsha, I would say. Because you, you maintain so many of us, right? Mm-hmm. And we come to you when we're going through shit. And the thing is, how many times do people come and ask you, hey, bitch, you okay? Because yeah. you take everybody's shit. You take mine. You take Erica's. You take Tarsha's. You take Mila's. You take Paige's. You take Sadie's. You take Bree's. You take yeah. Amber's. You take the friends that I don't even know is close enough. Yeah. You, you take so many people. Yeah. And it's a lot. And on top of that, you still got to just take your own life. And what I said on the podcast was, Leah doesn't know how to do that. This is why Leah comes off more aggressive. It's not, it's not a, I, what, what you're doing is, I think, the appropriate way. If anything, my way is a cheat code way. But I give in to it comfortably because I just can't. I can't deal with y'all shit today. Because I'm dealing with my shit today. So the best I can do is tell you off rip, hey, leave a nigga. He acting up, leave him. Leave him. Have a good day. That's it. You would ask, okay, well, how does it make you feel when he does this? Right. And essentially, this is this is what they need. Right? <sighs> but you have still found a way to put all your shit to the side and give your friends this low-key therapy session. I said it on episode me, you and Terry. You get very therapy-like. And you found a way to still get as therapeutic as you can to give that to them. And this is why we all love you so much. This is why you don't have to have these heart to heart. Well, Micah, I feel like you did this, 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 this. You don't irritate any of us. None of us are irritated by you. We need you. You're like, you're the positive in our life. If you see me going back and forth with Tarsha, you see Mila going back and forth with whomever. You see Tarsha going back and forth. Uh, uh, Tarsha going back and forth whomever. Probably me. But you see Erica going back and forth with whomever. Whatever you see all your other friends doing. We do yeah. this with them because we still need to figure out our understanding with them. Right. Does It doesn't knock the love. We all love these bitches we argue with. Because mm-hmm. you know your friends. We all close enough to not fuck with a bitch we don't like. Mm-hmm. Right? But with you, it's effortless, my love. It's effortless with you my love and you should take that i'm about to cry you should take that as a positive you're such a blessing to all of us and you worry me sometimes we've said this before um tarsha was around i mean we talked about it because it's like we worry about it it didn't click me to worry about you till that conversation when i was Mm -hmm. with it's a while back it's like last year but it's end of last year I worry about you now that I think about it because it's like, damn, bitch, you take everybody's shit. You take my shit, Tarsha's shit, Paige's shit, Erica's shit, Mila's shit. This is just the ones I can name. Yeah. I can imagine you take our shit. Yeah. I know for a fact it's like seven more bitches' shit you take. Yeah. And shout out to them for being able to come to you. I'm just glad you guys like accept me and love me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we love you to sleep. That, That's why we don't even argue with you. We don't like, need to. You don't. You don't stress us out. Like I'm. I'm very glad that like you can say that like I take your shit and like I'm. You take I'm, my shit. I'm invested. You take my shit. But I'm invested. That's a difference. Like I'm invested in your life. I'm invested in Mila's life. I'm invested in Erica's life. I'm. I'm truly. You got to invested. You talk. In you pay his happens. mama. What you gonna do? You so, bring auntie. Let her tell it. So you got because I'm her mama. So you gotta be. But like, I, I, but, I thank, I thank you for even going through this dissection of what it is. It's a lot. Like I really appreciate that. That worries me when I if but I think I'm about it too much. I'm okay. Now I'm concerned. But my thing is, I don't believe it. But, now I'm worried. But my thing is, you know that I cannot, I cannot talk 
I cannot not talk about what's happening with me. Yeah, because you're like me. I this can, is where we relate. So this is what me and Leah mean back up. I cannot not tell say what's you wrong that I'm aggravated. Me. I'm mad, bitch. I'm sad. Please talk to me. I'm crying right now. Like, hey, Leah, I'm about to break down. Like, I have called Leah numerous times saying, hey, Leah, can I please blah, blah, blah. Like, this is my thing. So, as your strong friend enters the realm You're definitely the strong of being friend. strong, I know how to be very vulnerable with how I feel. I love you. Here's what I say. And I'll hey, say hey. It. And, and I and, and, I, I, and I love you, Bethany. And here's what I'll say to everyone listening that feels all this. Just be mindful because what you don't peep and what I don't peep, and I don't know how much Erica, Paige, Tarsha, me, I don't know how much everybody else peeped this, but I know I don't. So I'm going to speak for me. I don't consider this enough. It's been a few instances lately, I feel like, that I peeped it, but it never really crossed my mind like, damn, is this bitch okay? And that's what you need to think about. While you can be very mindful of what she goes through, whatever, it's like, have have you ever asked her or him, are you okay? Yeah. I come to you all the time and pour my shit out to you all the time. Even if you know, because Micah has a few best friends, but let's just say it's just you and them. Is that person okay? If they always take your shit, have you asked them if their shit is okay? Has their shit been maintainable, right? We're all humans, you guys, and it all gets weird. And so it's something that you need to be mindful of and check on. And what I want to say to you on behalf of all your best friends is that you may ultimately get the less attention, Mm -hmm. the least amount of attention. Mm -hmm. And that's on some attention type shit take it how you want it you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and what i'm trying to get you to see is it's not a curse Mm -hmm. it's a blessing and what we will do and i'm speaking to all of us because we'll all do it bitches we'll all do it is tend to you more we give you the most attention when we're stressed the fuck out right oh my gosh micah this nigga did this oh my gosh micah this bitch did this what do i do i feel like this what do i do and you do your you give us your best Every time. It doesn't mean that you are less than anybody else. It just means that you are the, you're the like, you're the ascent. You're almost like air. You're like oxygen. We just breathe it naturally and don't even fucking notice. You're like that. And so I need you to understand that that's what you are for all of us. You are the given. You're the given. You're the plus. You're the simple. You're the naturally happening type of thing. And you may be taken for granted from us. We don't see it that way. But I think it's something that we need to reiterate to you a little bit more. We love you dearly. And I never want you to feel that because that's what happens. It's no one thinks about that part because I wouldn't have thought about that until our talk that we had a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, you know what? No one thinks about that. Yeah, you know we don't feel it, but you, but you know what, bitch? I, what I want you to know is... Why we don't give you as much attention as the bitches that we keep arguing with, it's because we keep arguing with these bitches. It don't mean that it works. We talk to you every day, but we yeah. don't give you the same attention. So I don't want you to feel like it's because of that. It's just because them shits require more work. 
but you definitely require more attention and more praises. You are loved love belovedly you. by love. me and the fucking squad love you, to pieces. You s- Next, last point this guy made. Shout out to Alexander Dixon, at Alexander Dixon on Twitter and I'm guessing everywhere else, is that the last mistake women make is that they don't hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. And my point was, I felt like I made this point earlier on for his first, or maybe like the second or third, but Micah was like, it sounds like the last point, and he was, she was right. It's It relates a lot to the other one, but the difference with this is like holding him accountable. So what he said was, real men don't equal perfect men. I'm reading this grammatically correct because his shit is a little skewed and you know I don't like that. But real men don't equal Real men don't equivalent to are not equivalent men. to perfect. I'm reading men. it that way, yeah. If you allow him to make excuses, treat you less than what you deserve, don't be surprised when he treats you like an option instead of respecting you. This re- resonated well with me because I feel like I've been in a situation <laughs> where I've allowed men to treat me in less than respectful ways. And I've made excuses for them like I usually do. He's been through this. He's been through that. He's this. He's that. And I've gotten the shitter end of the sick. And my more... I haven't dated since I've gotten this full-blown new mental state, which I... As excited as I am, I'm worried about these niggas. They're going to have a hard time. But still, it's... Literally, it's like a meme I saw recently. The first time he lies, stop fucking with him. And while that sounds, that may be extreme, how extreme is it? The first time he shows you, he has no respect because a lie is disrespect. Stop fucking with him. Yeah. We can talk all the shit we want about that, but women who seem to handle this type of shit this way seem to fare a little bit better than women like me who find ways to justify why they did this and that. I brought this back to an episode we had a couple months back about Disney movies. Aladdin. My favorite Disney movie of all time is Aladdin. Aladdin lied. Now, mind you, Aladdin had very humble reasons as to why he's lied. Right. Humble and past trauma. However, Mm -hmm. a lie is a lie. Tell this bitch you live on the streets. And you didn't. And Jasmine justified it, and he ended up lying again. How about the fact that Iago was back? Mind you, I'm Aladdin queen. I'm ready. Quiz me. I got you. So what he's saying is, you know, hold him accountable. And this relates to, I guess, me saying make sure respect is number one. Because if he respects you, you won't have much accountability to hold him to. Mm-hmm. He knows not to. And there's a lot of shit you won't have to check because it's already checked in him knowing. What do you think, Bethany? So, like, the example that she gave about Aladdin and him lying about, you know, where, just who he is and, like, how he came to what he came to. The justification of those things, like, you have to be careful. Because you can you can fall susceptible to, like, feeling to sorry for people, right? It's like, damn. Although, like, what he said to me was a lie. He lied for a reason. Oh, my God. It made me feel this way. And, like, should I honestly, like, hold him accountable for that? That's so hard, ladies. 
And it's very, very difficult because people's lives do interject with the way that we feel about what their actions are. How so, do you do that, Micah? You don't. How Shit. Do you, no, you do. You do. Yeah, yeah, I do. How do you how do you do? So how do I do the way that I do is I think everything is is a scale. Right. Like we have the highest, lowest and like the lowest, lowest. Right. <laughs> and so okay. when I'm dealing with the guy, I assess his situation. So like he tells me where he's been through. He tells me what he is. He tells me what he, he tells me what he's gone through. And it's easier for me to assess his situation based on the severity of it. And I think. I'm judgmental when it comes to certain things because I like to think that the trajectory of my life is going to be more financially comfortable, if that makes sense. Um, so if someone comes to me in a very frantic, end-all, be-all, this is what I have, this is what I'm bringing to the table, I am less susceptible to accepting their situation. So this seems very mm -hmm. dire, you know? It seems very mm -hmm. dramatic. And Loki Aladdin was very dire. But he hence, kept it player. He kept it player because he had a genie. So But before that he kept it player. Because he was he accepted his exactly. fate. Exactly. So that's what we need to base him on. So he accepted his fate. That was a real nigga. <laughs> I love him. I'm sorry. Shut up. Okay, okay. So Aladdin accepted his fate of being a. He had a monkey. His best friend. Raft. Monkey was Shrift a rat. I don't, don't buy that. that. Hold on. If, if only they look closer, soon they'll see a poor boy. Will they see a poor boy? No, sorry. You they find out there's so much more to me. God damn. Listen. I love you. Guys, Michael loves, well, Michael's taking, sorry. I'm confident she's going to marry this nigga, so sorry. But mine is, is, is Latin. Bruh. So find a way. Be, be the street rat. Me and Leah love each other. So much. And me and Leah fuck with Aladdin. So, so figure much. out a way to fuck with Aladdin. Talk to Michael. Sir. She'll help you. No, but like I just think about, you know, just all the in-between so stuff. Even like even if like you so you subscribe to Aladdin's story, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's from a robber's standpoint. Yes. That's, that's from and a the, poor what, child. What point, what point have I made that that applies to? If you tell a story from anybody's point of view, you can make them susceptible. I stand by this. I've I've come to the conclusion a couple of years ago, and I I swear on everything I love and hold dear, it has held true to this point. I mm -hmm. learned this from fucking my daughter's dad. You tell the point of view from your point of view, you'll get people to agree. Find a villain in any movie, and then be and be, be creative and find a way to tell their point of view. We talked about it. Jafar. We don't know what his childhood was like. Oh, that we, nigga might have had a rough time. But we can tell it was bad. Yeah, but <laughs> but 
Let's think about why he got there. We can talk about Scar, etc. So agreed. Same thing with Aladdin. We don't know why Aladdin became a refresh street rat. If you've seen Aladdin three, one of his parents were in there. I don't buy that. It's a different song, but yeah, you go hitting the fucking thing. All right, so Margaret, your point is holding them accountable. You agree? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got ended there because we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. So let me just. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let Us Ask For You. Let me we fuck with y'all in this time of quarantine. So much. And this is the best time to listen because what else are you doing? <laughs> I hate you for that. Don't hate me. I'm not doing shit either. I have, but the thing, I, while I'm not doing anything, I have so much shit to do. Shout out to Terry. I got a picture I got to draw. And he's on my ass like white on rice. And I it, it, I feel bad. But it's like my actual day job that pays my bills. It's on my ass too. I'm a project manager. I went to school for it. I have a master's degree in being a project manager. And I'm studying for a PNP exam to be like a super project manager. When I say this shit is complicated, I am not bullshitting. It's hard. So... Either way, if you don't like nuts, <laughs> I'm just going to give up thing. No. I love pecans. I thought macadamians are my favorite, but I think it's pecans. It might be a tie. They're both so good. Like, they have, like, a you bite into them, and they're, like, soft and kind of sweet. It's weird. Try both. Macadamians, however, are the most expensive nuts of all nuts. That's a fun fact. Because them bitches, like, they, like, grow, like, one nut per, like, I can't see that, Frank. I got my glasses on. They, like, like they, 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 they grow, like, one nut per, like, shell or something. It's really weird. So, macadamias are very expensive. However, they're very good. I love macadamia nuts, and I love pecans. Almonds and cashews and shit is, like, after that. So get into it. Micah didn't like any, but I gave her almonds and pecans tonight, and she liked both. Her favorites out of the both were which ones? Pecans. They're so good. Those are my favorites. So that's why we're best friends. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you. Please visit us at LetUsStayForYou.com. Please buy something. We have hats sponsored by me and NicoleBrand.com. Get a hat. Let us say it for you. They'll ask you what it means, and you can tell them. Or you can visit us at um, Let Us Say It For You on IG or Let Us Say It For You on YouTube or Let Us Say It For You, just the you on Twitter. It's different. It's the whole word you and everything else, but just the letter you on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following. Please wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay in the house. Call your older people, the elderly, because they need love right now. Do not go see them because you're probably sick. But call them and talk to them. Love you guys so much. Stay bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.